With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind uh, group community call. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is uh, October 11th, 2020. Tonight's speaker is Michael Joseph, also known as MJ. Welcome, everyone, and welcome, Michael. Oh, hey, thank you, Jim. Yeah, welcome, everyone. Uh, Jim, uh, I wanted to tell you uh, before the call started, I know we got talking about something else, but, uh, uh, man, I just keep getting emails um, and got some this week, um, people reporting that they are coming to the call and that it's, uh, you know, it's completely changed their paradigm for the good. And and they literally one guy said he's invested in uh, going back and looking listening to all the calls back from, a year back from now. So you know <clears throat> that's pretty awesome that uh, it's it's working for the good here. And uh, so I just wanted to tell you that to encourage you, right? Well, I really appreciate that. They complaining about me opening my mouth too much. No, no, just the opposite, actually. Uh, yeah, no, just the opposite. It was uh, um, nothing but uh, good words. So, uh, and the other thing I wanted to just remind everyone, um, just to hold uh, Gary up in prayer, uh, um, and uh, and of course each other. Let's hold each other up in prayer, and uh, you know, when we sit in that quiet space, let's. Uh, each other and um, that's the real work that we can do to uh, change the world and uh, so uh, with that said uh, yeah before you get started brother I'd like to say also uh, to give Yava thanks for you tonight and what you're gonna bring forward you know that I mean the way I mean the way everything's been going and how Yava is just been blessing and of the things that you've been bringing forward and the other things with people, their testimonies and things like that. I mean, it, you know, now's the time for all of us, you know, and people coming in here, like you said, they're listening to it, hearing it. And they're, they're, you know, thank God that Yahweh is opening it up for them to receive the, the true knowledge that was brought forth, you know, even though it's coming out of your mouth, you know, it, it is ordained by the Spirit. You know what I'm saying? And it bears, and thank, yes, thank God it bears witness with the other people as well with all of us. I mean, because that's, you know, that's a mighty thing. I mean, there's a lot of people, some of these ministers that I know around here, I talk with them. I don't even like talking with them no more because they're so full of their self, brother. And they think that they know the scriptures frontwards and backwards. I think they think they know it better than God does. But right. um, 
but with that, you know, we'll, you know, I thank Yava for blessing you tonight and keeping you and that, you know, when you open your mouth, he fills it. And we just have a glorious and a wonderful time tonight. Amen. I'll agree with that. Y'all would be blessed. I mean, that's uh, one of the things that um, I've heard you say, Jim, and I testify of, it, of my own experience is that sometimes you open your mouth and you're surprised when you go back and uh, and listen to re-listen to the call that uh, you're like, wow, did I say that? You know, and it's like. Um, this may sound really strange to someone that's new to this paradigm, but uh, uh, it, 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 there's a submission going on here to the Spirit so that you're not even trying. You're, you're entering kind of a – best way I could say it maybe is like a um, – you're entering an emptiness of mind uh, where all potentials actually exist, and you're – you're you're submitting to it so that it's just whatever fills in uh, it, it just it just all you know it, it they they call it speaking from the heart um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight uh, but um, I'm always amazed at uh, some of the stuff the Holy Spirit has done through me and. Uh, and there, it's like a submission, like a woman submits to a man, and uh, um, it's the same kind of idea. And uh, you just submit to that, and and whatever your gift is, you just submit to the fact that uh, you can get into an effortless flow where it takes no effort, and uh, and it all works out, and is uh, and it's always you know it's right when it's confirmed with peace. Yes. Uh, like we like what you just said, you know. So, um, Amen, brother. God bless you. I know he he's ordained this call tonight, and I know it's going to be good, good, and very good, brother. Amen to that. Well, if you don't mind, I'd like to jump into a little bit of scripture tonight, and then um, and then I want to talk about some you know real practical application. Yeah, um, go ahead. Well, let's go to Romans chapter two if y'all are following along in, in your in your Bibles. I'm going to go from to Romans and then we'll we'll do a, uh, one from the Psalms, Psalm 46, and uh, not too much scripture, but uh, enough to get it done. So, um, you know, when it talks about a Jew in the New Testament, you got to be careful because you know a lot of times people will take that word Jew and they'll say, oh, they're talking about a particular race of people. But they're not. Um, the The Bible is a self-contained uh, uh, set of books, and and it defines itself. So, uh, in Romans chapter two twenty-eight says, uh, "For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly; neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh." In other words, you know, the whole thing about cutting your you know, the foreskin is a symbol. It's a, it's a symbolic thing. And he's saying that the true circumcision has nothing to do with actually cutting the flesh, just like true, quote, unquote, Jew has nothing to do with race consciousness, uh, with, with race, uh, you know, w- what your heritage is. Uh, um, and he says, verse 29, 
But he is a Jew which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. So, you know, there's lots of people that can come around here and they can quote the scripture. In fact, they can quote the scripture better than anybody that I know. I know a man that can quote the scripture so much. If you talk to him for two hours, he's quoted half the Bible. And he can quote that thing, chapter and verse, but he don't know what it means. He is according to the letter. He is not according to the spirit. And when it says that the true circumcision is of the heart, the true Jew is one who is one inwardly, who has had the circumcision of the heart. Uh, now, this is important. Because there's a veil that I want to talk about tonight. And this is what it's talking about. The circumcision of the heart is the first veil. That's what I want to kind of talk about a little bit. But let's go back up to stay uh, in chapter 2 and go up to verse 11. Actually, let's start at verse 10. It says, But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good, to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. All right, so get it. Get it. Um, you know, if you read that verse, you're like, oh, okay, so, you know, if I'm of the race mind, I would say, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, um, the Jews, quote, unquote, get this first, and then everybody else gets it second. That's not what it's saying at all. It's the reason why glory, honor, and peace uh, to every man that worketh good is to Jew first is because he is a Jew who has entered into the circumcision of the heart. The, 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 uh, the first veil has been removed. And, and, and so it's really important to get out of thinking that, uh, hey, there's a certain race of people that's been selected you know, to do such and such, and all the rest of us are just kind of uh, on our own. Um, not at all. Just told us that um, that the, the true understanding of the word Jew is one who is uh, walking in the spirit and not in the letter according to the flesh. So, so let's go to verse 11. He says, for there is no respect of persons with God. So, <clears throat> Let's think about it for a second. For years, and I mean years, um, I would come to this call and listen to Gary Ray say, um, we are gods. And <clears throat> it's really hard, you know, if your paradigm, if you're still standing on one side of the veil and it hasn't been torn yet, um, it's really difficult to hear that because have this idea that I didn't create this place. But, but then, just think about it for a second. You know, do you have any firsthand factual knowledge of your birth here? You know, and you have the experience of being birthed, but you can't remember it. You have no idea of that experience, and yet here you are. And you are very uh, clear that... Um, if someone says, do you exist, you're going to say, yes, I exist. And <clears throat> the question is, every single one of us, like Jim, like Jim says, every single one of us, um, we, we cannot deny I am. 
cannot deny the I in us. It, it's hard as all get out to to actually define the I in us because when we really take an introspective look at what it is, the I, um, then what happens is whenever Michael Joseph is, um, just you realize that that was just a tool. That was just a person. That was just uh, a, a segment of my mind which has been developed over time, which allows the I in me to to manifest in different um, aspects. But it's not the truth. It's not the truth, me. It's, it's just a, um, again, it's a tool, it's a person. So <clears throat> a lot of times I would come to this call and I would hear Gary saying that, hey, you know, we are gods. I would think to myself, oh, man, this is like, you know, and pardon me, folks, I don't mean any harm by what I'm about to say, but, you know, everybody has the path that they're on, and, and everybody's paradigm is what it is. And when I would hear him say that, I would think that he was bordering on blasphemy. Now, with much better sight and knowledge, I now realize that for me to identify myself with the person, that is to be, that is to say that I am somehow separate of God, that I've got my own Godhood over here, and I am completely separate from what it is to live, move, and have my being in God. Now, looking back on it, that's blasphemy. Saying I am a person is absolute blasphemy. Now, <clears throat> to say that the truth is I am God, that's the truth. But there's a big gulf in between there. There's, there's a separation and a veil between I am God and, you know, I am, you know, Michael Joseph. There's a gigantic gulf there, and <clears throat> you know, you say, well, how do I, how do I cross this gulf? How do I, how do I make peace here? And the reality is, you know, this came to me actually last night um, as I, you know, praying about this stuff and and different, um, you know, when I ask the Holy Spirit for knowledge on certain things. Uh, either books show up in my life, people show up in my life, a video will just show up in, in my um, YouTube uh, queue. It's just like when I ask for it, it, it manifests, but it manifests in different ways. And well, last night, um, this young lady uh, shows up in my YouTube queue, and she said something that was so profound that it really just struck me. Uh, I mean, it really just made me stop. And what she said was that the veil which separates you know, us from entering into the heart, little subconscious mind, if you will, is the idea that whatever you know, I think I am, 
you know, Michael Joseph or whatever personage or title that I want to take on. Then what, what happens when I do that, um, <clears throat> I'm creating a world separate from me. Yes. And, and in fact, there is no world separate from me. Now, if I cease to exist in this world, I, then this world ceases to exist. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not talking solipsism here. I'm saying that <clears throat> God is individualized in each one of us, and in that, in fact, we go wrong when we think that that there's a heaven out there, and this this is you know a place completely separate from heaven. But we go very right when we say, okay, this is it. This is it. This is my reality. And there's no time in there's no time in God because everything is moving in God. There's no time in God. So you would say to yourself, you say, how do we describe I am? How do we describe God? And you would be right if you said God is. Be perfectly right, okay. But <clears throat> now we say, well, God is what? Now we're starting to lay limitations upon God. So if we say God is being, then if you say God is awareness, then <clears throat> the only one that can know God is say eternal or omniscient or all being or all powerful is God Himself. Amen. And God is I am. And so the the void that we are trying to cross here is the idea that, you know, I, I didn't create this. Like, you know, you say, well, I look out at, at the world and say, I didn't create it. And the question that comes back that begs to be answered is, how do you know? And if you're honest, you'll have to say, I don't know. I don't know. In fact, I don't even know how I came up with this. I didn't create this. When in reality, you have no knowledge of your own birth. Somebody told you you were birthed, and somebody kept a record. Clearly, you're here, okay? And clearly, you have um, a concept of I am. So the question is, I am what exactly? And so when you say that, then you have to admit that you yourself have knowledge and awareness that I am. And therefore, there, therein lies the light which lighteth every man that cometh into this world. John chapter 1, the light that lighteth every man that cometh into this world is the word. It, it, is, it is the word made flesh. It is God made flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And <clears throat> so, if you just quit thinking about, okay, that maybe there's something better out there, well, as soon as you do that, there's there's the veil again. Recreated the veil, and 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 we just instead of that, we just say. This is, this is, this, you know, and, and 
then we start, we can get into nuances of this is, because when, we, when our emotions and our error thoughts start to, to work on us, we, we say, you know, things like, um, it might say something like, you know, I feel angry or I'm, I'm you know, I'm mad. And when you explore that, say, well, you just said, I am angry. But when we explore I am, realize that the thing, that when you actually go and you explore, and I, I implore everyone, find a quiet space this week, close your eyes, come to your center, and really explore what the I am is in you. And the best I could come up for me was emptiness. It's like a it's like a void. I, I can't really put my finger on it at all. It's it's no thing and it's everything. Uh, I, it, it, it's 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 but I'm aware of it. I'm aware, and I'm also aware that it's it's not Michael Joseph, whatever that is. And when I became aware of that, then I realized. I am, or the I in me, is not angry at all. I am in me is the furthest thing from angry. And so the anger can only exist in what, you know, the scripture calls the flesh consciousness or the, uh, you know, the, outer, the outer man, the, the earthly man. Um, <clears throat> but is there, in fact, an earthly man, or is this just complete error? In fact, when I, you know, started to take a, a real look at pulling this towards me and examining different emotions and where those emotions reside in my body, um, there's a real feeling. You can feel something steering, uh, be it electricity, magnetism, whatever it is, you can feel it in your body. You really can. Um, whatever, especially anger, you know, sometimes people get that in their um, upper chest area. Sometimes they get it in their jaw area. Yeah, you know, you can feel it. And, <clears throat> but then again, is this, is this anger, this feeling, um, <clears throat> this got anything to do with, with I? And and it comes back if you're honest and you really just take an introspective look, you'll you'll have to realize it has nothing to do with I am. I and and in what that does gives you complete peace. It gives you peace because you can go to that center and realize that you can find happiness there and and the good and whatever's happening in the outer spheres of your being, um it has nothing to do with I am. I am is just sitting there loving you and and um, exuding love and uh, peace and happiness and has absolutely nothing to do with all of these uh, uh, false thoughts uh, and, and um, negative emotions, if you will. Uh, again, for there is no respect of persons with God but glory, honor, and peace to everyone that worketh good. To, 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 and it says to the Jew first. I'm going to change that. To the one who has been circumcised in the heart first, and you know, also later 
ones in the outer court who have not, but who will come to this. So <clears throat> that's what it means to remove that veil, to 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 quit looking that, you know, that there's some kind of heaven above somewhere or a hell below. It, it is what it is. There's no time in God. Time is a construct that man has created. Time, you know, look, I got multiple engineering degrees and multiple uh, physics underneath my bill. Uh, the time is a is a function of moving bodies. Okay, but God is everything that moves exists from God, or you can say within the body of God. And so then there is no time in God. Okay, and to remove the veil, remove the time. And then you start to realize that it just is, that God is. It's just, it, this just is. You know, I, I, I went out the other day and, and was riding down the road with my, my friend, and um, every time I get in the truck with him, I always say a prayer for my life. <laughs> he swears that the guy's a good driver, but my God, he scares the crap out of me, you know. And uh, he uh, he's one of these guys that'll go from a dead stop and pull across, a, uh, um, you know, two two or three lanes of traffic from a dead stop sitting in the median, you know. Every time I tell him, if you've got momentum, fine, but don't go from a dead stop. Anyway, when I ride in the truck with him, all I hear from him is how terrible the drivers are, how terrible people can drive around in and always yelling and screaming about uh, you know this this clown or this this dummy or whatever and <clears throat> I'm dressing it up a little bit <laughs> and he uh, point is is you know, I told him I'm like hey man I don't see any bad drivers out here he's like what do you mean I said it's all God it's all God manifesting and, and this is your experience your experience is there something about this that you need to bring into your consciousness and deal with. And uh, to say that there are bad drivers out of here is to say that there is a world and then there's me. This is. It's life, and that's all it is. And uh, we, we make judgments on, on life be it moral judgments or um, in regard to norms or uh, mores or, you know, values, virtues. What we're really doing is we're setting ourselves um, outside of the kingdom of God, as if you could do that. You can't do that, but that's what the, that's what the outer mind tries to do. And, and then we're looking at um, the world and saying, you know, I'm going to control this. I'm going to put my finger on this, and I'm going to exercise my will over this. Well, now that's a joke. That's a joke. And <clears throat> that's what humanity has been doing for probably the last uh, 10,000 years. Who knows how long? I'm just, you know, throwing a number out. But Giving in and submitting. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine today, and I, I, I said, um, you know what? I was looking down at my dog, 
and uh, you know, I call him Ollie, Ollie. And <clears throat> so I call him Ollie, and he looks up at me. And I, I realized he has no idea he's a dog. <laughs> That's something that I made up. <laughs> Whatever he is in his mind, he just is. He's alive. And that's it. He don't know Ollie or dog or anything else. All he heard was uh, something that, uh, you know, whenever I call, whatever, he, he's like, oh, Mike wants something, you know. He doesn't even know Mike. You know what I mean? Those are all constructs. He knows, all he knows is life. And so I wrote something this uh, last night I, I, to my friends. I said, uh, I said, yeah, my dog looked up at me and he said, um, he smiled at me and said, where have you been? I, I, I responded back with, I, I, I've been too busy being Mike. In other words, hey, hey, Mike, the kingdom of heaven is here right now. What are you doing over here in this other thing? What are you, what are you doing here, man? Come, come enjoy the peace. Uh, yeah, man, I'm telling you, my, my animals, the animal, I say my, language really fails you when, you when you come to this point. But the animals that I've been privileged to to have and, and to take care of, um, <clears throat> they really taught me a tremendous amount, um, just looking at especially the dogs in my life because they've, they've always, you know, a dog just has a way of just showing you unconditional love. You step on his foot, he howls for a half a second, and then uh, he's, he's back there asking for forgiveness because you stepped on his foot. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible, you know, but uh, but true. And that dog don't know, you know, flesh consciousness or uh, or anything else. All he knows, all that dog knows is he's alive. He's got a pretty good life. <laughs> And he doesn't even know he's got a pretty good life. It's just life. You know, uh, my uh, friend was saying about um, some people that uh, he saw the video of that um, they just had, you know, by the Western standard, they lived, you know, very poorly and squalor and everything. But when, you, when they went and interviewed these people, they had smiles on their faces. They were happy, content. And you say, well, how could these people be happy and content? So they didn't know that they were in a uh, state of squalor. <laughs> so you know, so uh, they give praise for uh, being alive. But uh, all right, let's go over here real quick to, um, to Psalm uh, 46. The other day we looked at um, we looked at uh, Psalm 91, and uh, this one Psalm 46 called "God is Our Fortress." And uh, <clears throat> remember, you know, in Psalm 91 it talked about how uh, um, we we stay in the secret place of the Most High, and it says that we dwell in the shadow and in the secret under the shadow of El Shaddai. And that we um, we place our trust, our confidence in in Yahweh, that Yahweh is our Elohim, and, uh, our strength. 
the rest of it, this is, to me, it's just really beautiful. Because listen to this psalm now, but listen to it from the perspective that you now understand that the I am in you, the I in you, beholding awareness. You're the beholder. You are the only one that can behold awareness. And the I in you is I am. So God is our refuge and strength, a a found near help in trouble. Therefore, will will not we fear, though the earth move and though the mountains be moved into the midst of the sea. I, I love that the um, – I'm going to read it from the uh, King James. I was reading it from a different version. I'm going to go back to the King James. But I love this. Is like, you know, he's saying, um, don't fear, you know. Um, quit quit trying to exert yourself. Quit trying to, you know, eat your bread by the sweat of your brow. Submit. Let it, let it go and submit to the, um, to the benevolence of God. And into the, um, the ancients called this, um, instead of being in one of the four rivers that split off from the one, um, they called this um, entering back into the, into the um, single river. That's it. Entering back into, into Eden, uh, removing that veil and uh, entering back into that, uh, to that relationship. So though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, and then we get this massive word here, Salah. In other words, your flesh consciousness is going to roar against you, is going to say to you and scream. Your mind is going to, whenever you try to enter into a place of, of unity, of peace, of the the mind and entering into the state of nothing and everything at the same time, monkey mind is just going to just absolutely go nuts on you, kind of like a wild orangutan. Mm-hmm. And and um, and so everything is going to be your mind's going to be yapping at you. But are you sure? I mean, this don't sound right. And, and this goes against everything that we have ever been taught. Well, I got news for you. The mass has always been fed lies. Mass is very quick to propagate lies um, because people are very quick to propagate um, gossip of which they have no firsthand factual knowledge concerning. And, and you know this for truth. That's, that's what you call the nightly news, for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth, man. But but look at look at verse four. There is a river. Streams thereof shall make glad the city of God. Well, the city of God is Jerusalem. It is the city of peace. Listen listen to the coo of the dove, the Holy Spirit. Yahushalom. Yahushalom. There you go. Yeah, that's that dove cooing, you know. And so, so there is a river. The streams thereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Well, didn't we 
read in Psalm 91 that those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High, well, you can't dwell in the secret place of the Most High striving and, and, and working to exercise your will over whatever nature uh, um, throws at you. I mean, look at a tree. Does the tree, you think the tree makes conscious, you know, it, it, it's conscious that it's a tree? Do you think that it's conscious that maybe we should grow some leaves over here? Or do you think maybe that the tree can sense the warm, loving rays of the sun and, and as a matter of nature, the leaves come to be? Oh, and what I'm what I'm getting at is there's a perception there, and and just as the tree has its ability to perceive, uh, man has uh, abilities to, and perceptions as well, an ability to to see into the heart of things, understand the spiritual a- aspect of things. And and that's what we're trying to get get back to, um, to get back into that one river that makes glad the city of God. And but as long as we're always trying to control, as long as we're saying, okay, but this guy did me wrong, and I can think of all these different reasons. Well, now, not hold on, now hold on. Okay, um, the I am touched here. Oh, so where's the anger coming from, and why, and what's it all about? And and so when we go to explore each each of these emotions, and we take these thoughts captive, we start to realize the mind through the ego is very adept at playing the victim, and hell, it's it's really good at it. Uh, Has no problem sitting in there and feeling sorry for itself, or, or developing ideas of how to handle this or something the other, but it's better to give it up and give it to to give it to the I am and, and just say, hold on a minute, I'm gonna step back away from this. I am is you know, the I in me is completely unconcerned with any of this stuff. It's I look in the mirror today, I, I now came to realize that um the other day, the whole thing with Alice in Wonderland and the looking glass. God is peering into the subconscious mind or looking into the mirror and willing what he sees to come to be. And they say, well, what came first, matter or mind? Well, the scientists will tell you matter came first and then sprang mind. But it will tell you. And logic will tell you. I don't know how they come up with matter coming first and then mind. But spirit, if you have any um, experience with the spirit, the spirit will tell you that mind is first. Spirit is first, and then comes manifestation. Let's see what it's continuing here. It says, God is in the midst of her. Of who exactly is God in the midst of? Well, the her here is the heart. Okay, the heart. That's the heart is always symbolized as as a female. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. 
so what we're doing here is we're making a a we were moving the veil between what they call the mind and the heart conscious mind and the subconscious mind or the what again the heart uh, and the understanding that it just is there is no world and then me it's just that's blasphemy if I say there's me and then there's the world or me and then there's heaven that's blasphemy I've made myself into my own independent God is separate from everything that's blasphemy cut myself off by my by my uh, conscious mind and my in my efforts daily from the Holy Spirit and so now I'm going to take the kingdom of God by force now look if Jesus said they took the kingdom of God by force, then that means there is an ability through the conscious mind to, to exercise a will over the kingdom of God right now. Which means the kingdom of God exists right now in this earth. Why would Jesus say that they, they, took, they took away the keys of knowledge and they take the kingdom of God by force? If the kingdom of God doesn't exist right here, right now. But see, we we've been trained through um, society and religion and just life in general to think that you know God is somewhere outside of us, and therefore heaven exists somewhere outside of us, and that this must be you know hell or maybe some purgatory or whatever. And that we are somehow um, fallen beings, um, unworthy, and this, that, and the other. Well, all that's a lie. That's all a lie. The real truth is, you, know, you don't have to have any fancy understandings here. You, you just have to come to realize that the I in you is I am, and that this this world is it. This is it. Because let's let's just let's just ask a question here for a second. How do you know you're not living in a simulation? How do you know that this isn't, um, you know, in the subjective side of things, in the spirit, like they always tell you? How do you know? If you're truthful, you can't know. There's nothing in this experience would let you know that. Uh, that you could be absolutely sure of this, the, where you are in quote time and the timeline, and, and if that's the case, not being able to know, then just be, just just be. Know, hey, God is, and you know, as soon as I get around to, to getting in line with that one river, the better I'm gonna be. But listen, listen, listen to this one. This is the thing where. You know the the outer mind is um, is going to really you know when you first start to to align yourself to this one river the outer mind is going to do this listen to this verse six the heathen raged the kingdoms were moved he uttereth his voice and the earth melted all of a sudden. I, I can say it, it happened to me last night. Again, there are times now. Hey, the scientists will tell me that I'm I'm entering into schizophrenia or something like that. <laughs> okay, but there are times 
when you will you will hear a voice in your head and you know that's not my voice that's not my ego i know my voice that's not my voice and it speaks to you as if you know you're speaking to a man you hear it in your ears except that there's no one there <laughs> it's you and your head and the heathen raged and the kingdoms removed Consider um, thoughts as forming people uh, and desires as forming, uh, like thoughts as forming um, men and desires as forming women, and that and that depending on the ideal, that there could be um, literally thousands of different uh, desires and thoughts that come together that live in this area of your consciousness in support of a particular ideal well when it says the the kingdoms rage or the heathen raged and the kingdoms were moved these city-states that we're talking about here are have to do with um, these conglomerations of thoughts and desires in your consciousness which by the way are going to rage against you as you try to uh, align yourself with the fact that it, it, it is what it is. It's just life. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. I hope this doesn't drop out. I keep getting these. Uh... Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Sorry. I, I don't mean to, but I keep getting these uh, noises. So. I, all right, if, if I drop out, please, uh, well, I guess I'll, I'll know then, but let's continue on verse 7. The Lord of hosts, Lord here is uh, Yahweh and hosts, uh, Yahweh Sabaoth, and it is uh, here, host speaks to an army, okay? So we're speaking to power, okay? And we know that the scripture defines the Christ, as the power and the wisdom of God. So it says the Lord of hosts is with us. That's Emmanuel. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And then it says Salah again. There's that big word. It's time to stop and think about that for a second. The God of Jacob is our refuge. When well, Jacob speaks to the physical side of man and his 12 faculties of mind, Okay, the God of Jacob. Jacob exists out of God, or you might say, better say, Jacob exists in God. We move and live and have our being in God. And as we enter into this, um, this one river, this one state of being, we begin to realize that uh, indeed, yad heh is our refuge. That is the one river. Remember when it said Adam walked in the cool of the day and spoke with God? With, he didn't, it, says, it doesn't say with God. It says Yahweh Elohim there. It says the Lord God. And this is what it's talking about. When we enter back into this reality, we enter back, um, we're entering back into the state called Eden where we're, we are literally walking and talking with an intercoursing, if you will. When I say intercourse, I mean um, having having discussions uh, and you know with 
with the Godhead, with with the uh, the spirits. Um, which again, I know that if you're new to this, you you might think, okay, now this guy he's gone too far, and I don't I don't mean to lose my credibility with you. So if uh, if you feel like I've gone too far, just put it on the shelf and keep listening and come keep coming back. But let's read verse eight. It says, "Come, behold the works of the Lord Yahweh. What desolations He hath made in the earth." Now, <clears throat> the earth is our flesh consciousness, and when we begin to realize that the Lord respecteth no man's person, that uh, when we align our I am with the I amness of of all, and we begin to realize that um, God and I are one, not just as a thing that we say. But we literally internalize that into our daily walk, and we we're not just just giving it lip service anymore. It's a matter of um, God and I are one. Um, Hero Israel, the Lord your God is one. Okay, so um, here come here it comes in verse nine. He maketh wars to cease until the end of the earth. Here comes peace. Here comes Cat Williams. Cat uh, uh, Stevens, morning has broken like the first morning. Here's here comes the dawn. Children, have do you have any meat? You know, here comes the Christ at the dawn. Children, do you have any meat? The war, he maketh wars to cease. This is the internal strife going on within your consciousness as you're weighing these different ideas. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. All the thoughts, all the desires which lead into desolation, which lead into division, when you when you become when you enter into the fact that there is no world in me, it's just this is it. Then you come to verse ten. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Salah. Be still and know that I am God. You know, it. that's that's no more, you know, okay, I, I, I hear you, I hear you, uh, but, you know, I didn't create this place, so how can I be God? Okay, that's not what it's saying here, you know. And then I think it's in the Philippians, I think in chapter four, verse two. I think that's right. It says, "Let this mind," or maybe it's chapter two, verse four. I'm not sure, but it says, "Let this mind." No, this is a command. Let me, let me just make it really, really strong. This is not like, um, you know, this is something that maybe you should get around and do. Uh, this is actually a command, and it says, Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who did not count it a robbery to be thought equal with God. And I will add Salah to the end of that. Because, <laughs> <All right. laughs> man, that's it. You know, that's it. And, and, uh, 
and now you know if you if you begin to enter in that walk um <clears throat> then it, it he says he maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth that struggle is going to eventually go away and and it's going to be uh peace you're going to enter into the city of peace and what did jesus how did jesus enter into the city of peace he came in riding on a donkey well your donkey the donkey is your flesh consciousness the donkey is whatever michael joseph is whatever you know i whatever you identify or what i identify in um in regard to the outer experience you know maybe i like to call myself an american maybe i like to say that i am um a member of such and such club or you know i am a man you know strong i'm a man whatever i'm not a woman i'm not Uyghur. whatever stupidity you know uh what i'm trying to get at is I'm not putting down women. I'm just trying to make, you know, a, a kind of a funny thing about, you know, how some men are. And it, these are these are um, personages. And, and the scriptures are very clear about personages. And it says, um, Yahweh respects no man's person. So <clears throat> if there is no respect unto persons in God, then whatever Michael Joseph is, it's nothing. It is literally no thing. It is completely contrived. It is, it is, it's just nothing. But why do I have so much effort tied up in whatever it is? <laughs> well, it's all I've ever known. It's all my conscience has ever known. And honestly, <clears throat> you know that song by uh, Manford Mann's Earth Band, Blinded by the Light? Well, if somebody would have come to me and given me this, this, uh, this good news, this ghost spell, um, <clears throat> 10 years ago, like Gary Ray tried to do, it blinded me. It was too much. It blinded my eyes. I said, I can't hear this. It was just too much to hear. And I could not hear it until I was ready to hear it. But when I was ready to hear it, uh, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. He said he uttered his voice and the earth melted. All right. Then comes a peace and you can go to that place of uh, your quote center, your quote unquote center. You can find that peace within you, and you can uh, attune your uh, your spirit in this sense. When I say your spirit, big words fail you. Words fail here. It's really difficult to even choose words because I'm glad I caught it because there's only one holy. There's only one uh, uh, holy spirit, and that's the spirit of God. And the spirit in you is the spirit of God. And you say, well. Uh, how do you can you can you prove that from the scriptures? I sure can. And if you go over here to Ecclesiastes, which I, I can't go there because I can't quote the chapter and the verse, but if you go there, you'll read about the golden bowl and the silver cord, 
and that you will read that uh, when they when they part and break then the spirit which is granted of God returns to God Amen. so the the thing that we sort of have to keep in understanding is that if we can come to this kind of understanding and this this walk of introspection then we can see each other for what we really are and we can forgive all the stuff that happens out here in the uh, the flesh side of things um, because it's literally no thing at all it's just a complete waste of time is what it is it's 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 you know it's jesus saying on the cross forgive them father for they know not what they do uh, it, it, he maketh the wars to cease until the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. And and literally, we can do this anytime we want to. Wherever you are in your day, wherever you are in the walk, when it says be still and know that I am God, it's not saying be still and contemplate that I am God. It's not saying be still and hope that I am God. Be still and listen to some clown tell you that you're supposed to be still and know that I am God. <laughs> it says be still and know that I am God. And <clears throat> this um, I, I say, well, Mike, um, how would you describe yourself? And I say, well, I am such and such, and then I am such and such, and then I am such and such. Well, now... I've heard you put all sorts of qualifiers on I am, but what exactly is I am? Well, <laughs> that's where you got to be, you know, brutally honest with yourself. Uh, sit in it. Do it this week and sit in it and see if you can come up with what, if you can define what in you is the I am. What What does it feel like? What does uh, um what is it? You know, no, I'm not trying to say, you know, for you to describe it as the, you know, it's it's infinite. Well, how do you know? What I'm asking is try to describe it in terms that you know and, and see what you can come up with. And uh, just remember, this is the thing that you are they say well what's your name you say well i am michael joseph okay well i am that right i am that i am as he said what role would you have me play so just remember the next time you look in the mirror the next time you're combing your hair or getting ready in the morning you look in the mirror take a second to look again and look close and smile because that's god looking at you okay and then you realize, hold on a minute, God and I are one, and there is no separation. And then the light comes on, and you give praise for the day, because there's only the day, and there's only life. And you say, thank, you know, give praise and honor and glory for this day and this life. And that's it. <laughs> so what do you say, Jim? Brother, amen, brother, amen. Uh, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, you know, even the scripture tells us all is God. I mean, 
we are the I am. The I am is us. Nothing that is made was not, you know, it was made by him. Without him, nothing was made. So we are him and he is us. And he thought it not robbery to be equal because he knew he was. We are the visible manifestation of that infinite creator God. I mean, all of us combined together. Everybody says, well, you look at that one or this one or that one. I don't care what they look like or what size they are or whatever. We all are God. And if we, you know, he said, we'll be known by our fruits, what we what we profess and speak out and <clears throat> excuse me and let sh shine forth from us or we can be you know like you said the opposite and turn around and be you know the what they're calling the devil or the adversary I can be good and tell you I love you brother I praise you and you know I thank Yahweh for everything he's done for you in this net or I can turn around and say awful things which I cancel that out you know I'm not going to you know because he tells us hold not up the unclean thing we got to hold up what we want and what we know don't be hearers only but be the doer and we are we are to know if we don't know it, it's our own, what does it say? We become a sluggard, and we we just passing by and living the our lives in vain because we're not lifting up all that is the mighty Creator of all and acknowledging Him, like the Scripture says, in all our ways. He must increase and we must decrease. The, the, like you were saying earlier, in, that that conscious mind or carnal mind has to decrease. And that spiritual yeah. I am mind, as Michael was saying earlier, has to increase. We can't guesstimate maybe, might, one day, someday, somehow, some way, someday. No, we have to know. He said, my sheep or my people hear my voice and another voice will they not listen to. You know, and where I go, the way they know and how, how to get there. And it's all from within. That's how we overcome it. That's how we get there. It's through the inner workings of that inner spirit within us but we life and mankind has taught us that this body this outward appearance is us and it's not it's just a reflection of who we are if we're if we're not uh obeying and living according to the laws of the creator we're going to show that forth and profess those things. But if we're walking in that divine way. As Michael was talking about last Sunday. And everything. Uh, we're going to speak the things. 
that pertain to the kingdom and what is within and all those things. We're more than overcomers. We're going to speak of the blessings, the prosperity, the healings, all these things and praying for our brethren and everything. We're here to lift one another up because in actuality we are all one. But like you said earlier about our perception is individualized as me. You know, when I talk about me, I'm talking about me. When you talk about yourself, you're talking about me, not me, but you. And it's always the me and the I am. I am that. That is what I am. I'm anything and everything that you can perceive or see me being. Which, in actuality, he's everything that is. Because without him, it wouldn't be here. The rocks, the steel, the cars, the everything. It's all a manifestation of that divine creator. But the difference is, we... In him, we live and we move and have our being. We have a consciousness. We can communicate and commune with that divine creator that is within. And we can feel the essence of that divine energy, that essence. We can partake of it and feel it and uh, commune with it and be part of it. You know, because that's the, that's our true nature. But we have these two eyes, these physical eyes that we're looking at. And like Michael said, how do we, how can we tell if this ain't an illusion or if it's real? You can't. But with that, brother, you know, I do appreciate you, man. Oh, uh, I mean, I was blessed big time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jim. While you were talking, man, two thoughts came to my head. Um, first is, uh, what's the Word of God? What's the living Word of God? Not not by the letter, but the actual, by the Spirit, the living Word of God is when uh, those that are walking um, under the administration of the Holy Spirit submitting to, submitting to, to, to the fact that um, they're they're just God is just submitting to that. When you speak, you're speaking from the heart, and and because the scripture tells us in Psalm 46, God is there, God is in her, and when you speak from the heart, you're speaking the living word. Instead of trying to work your thoughts around it and trying to say, well, okay, let me see what this means to me, and no, 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 quit all that. Don't even try. Don't even give it an, an effort of trying uh, to try to please other men. Just speak it from the heart, and that is the living word. That's the first thought. And then the second one, that when you come to this, to this uh, point where the veil has been removed, then you're, you're walking under the administration of angels. And um, I'll go even further, guardian angels, 
that you have guardian angels. The scriptures declare it. Uh, it says in, in some place that if you are at a moment's in, at a moment, any moment that you're in trouble, your guardian angel has the face of God instantly. All right, so from that perspective, we walk under the administration of, of a divine administration. And then then you have to understand that if that be the case, then whatever good that we are doing is the good of God uh, flowing, God's good, God's power, God's love flowing in and, in and through us. But remember, just as the wife marries the husband and they two become one, we are coupled to the husband and we become one. Not two, not, you know, um, that this is um, your house and I just live in it, you know, because uh, we're married now. And by the way, this, this, this concept of marriage, go, go read Hosea chapter 2. That in those days will I remove the Balaam from their lips. Balaam means Lord. Baal, look it up, it means Lord. You're not going to call me Lord, Master, whatever, and you're going to call me Ishai. Ishai means husband. And he says, and then I will no longer uh, call your land uh, forsaken or desolate, Hezbollah. I'm going to call it Beulah. And Beulah means married. And <clears throat> so your land speaks to your consciousness. No, long, no longer is it going to be like this huge gulf between, you know, what you perceive as your reality and, you know, perhaps one day go into heaven or, you know, hell, depending on what you believe. Um, by the way, let's, let's examine hell for just a second here. If you're bound up in dogma, in rituals, in customs, in traditions, that's hell. The, the scripture says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There's no bondage there. How can you go to a church system which binds you in customs and customs, traditions, tithing, and this, that, and the other, and say, hey, and the spirit was here today. I got news for you. The spirit ain't there. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Ain't no custom, tradition, religion, keeping of days, don't eat this, you know, don't touch that, you know. No, there's liberty there, total and complete liberty. And so, <clears throat> yeah, man, I, it's just beautiful just to, to wake up in the morning and just say, yeah, you know what? You know, I, I, again, I, I'm trying to, to stay out of duality and, and be in unity, I guess the best way to stay in unity is to stop referring to the me as as um, you know Mike or or whatever, and just start referring to that as we. You know, speaking in the us, as in let us make man in our image. As in, you look like what you look like for eternity. You know, in your youth, at the peak of your youth, is what you look like. 
<laughs> you ain't got no wings, okay? I don't know where they come up with this idea that angels have wings, but that's what you look like, and that's what you will look like, okay? But they're in the prime of their youth, and it, it tells that's us right. that as as within, so without. So as what we look like within, the true us, the true nature, the true light being, manifest on the outward appearance that's why we look like we look and they say well uh, oh that's because you got your mother and dad's genes i mean that might have certain things to do with them but the true you is what you look like once we check out of here and it tells us we're going to be known as we are known so if 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 i knew you here and we cross over, I'm going to know you there. Hey, there's That's Mike, right. there's Gary, there's Gil, there's Donna. You know, uh, it, it, uh, it's, it's, we're going to carry this throughout eternity. Everybody says, well, oh, if you come back again, or we have come back several times at different times in history. How do you how do you know you didn't look the same then? You don't know that. Everybody says, "Well, I might have been a girl. I might have been a guy." I'm, and some say they were elephants too. But that, how do they actually know that? They don't. All we know is that, you know, we we are immortal beings in a coat of skin. And I mean, man, you're talking about no end to what is. There's never going to be an end, and there was never a beginning. Can you imagine that? That's hard to wrap your head around. You've always been and always will be. But yet we're playing out these scenarios in this three-dimensional paradigm. And it it's just like, I mean, to, to be able to participate and be able to do these things and acknowledge our eternal divine creator, even in the, you could say, the scenario he has us in as, as an individual light or, how can I put it, that spark you know, we're seeing it from our perspective and you're on your end and Gil's over here and Gary's here and Maddie's there. Wherever we're at, we're seeing, we may be looking at the same thing and hearing the same thing, but we're we're gathering that information uh, from a, uh, you know, a different angle, a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And when you and when you put it all together, it's like, oh my God, that's why, uh, like you, Mike or Maddie or even Gil, and and we say something, and that we were talking about, but then Maddie and Gil comes up and just adds to that, and it's like, wow, it just pops out in front of you. Okay, I got it. Uh, 
there it, it just added to it it multiplied it you know what i mean the understanding to where it just broadened that horizon so to speak to where i mean it just gives you that strength and that courage and that vitality in you and say oh man you know i know that i know that i know that i know and just run with it and it, it's such a blessing you know i from the bottom of my heart i am grateful and thankful for every one of you on this call i mean because me y'all are blessings i mean um beyond the rainbows and the stars and the planets and everything else but i'm just saying i mean it is it, uh, i can't even find words to really put into words how how I feel about y'all and how wonderful, you know, the works of God are in each and every one of y'all. It, it's just, it's just, it's just mighty. I thank y'all so much. Go ahead, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Man, I tell you, the when you were just talking, I heard I heard the, the verse, "Don't don't muzzle the ox's mouth that treadeth out the corn." And there's that O X. That O is that uh, the O is the ancient symbol of the divine feminine, yes. and that X is that dot, which is. Uh, it's the multiplication that you're talking about when you take that x out you know you're you're you get the ox and it's uh it's the it's looking at the the holy spirit manifest in all of you know in all of us and and not you know yeah you know it's we have to have relationships here i get that you know you know jim gill mike gary you know donna we have to have maddie you know um we have to have some kind of interface so that we can relate you know um, if we can't relate through uh, telepathy we have to you know speak and uh but if we can look and see the holy spirit and you know not whatever mike is i don't know what mike is mike's got all sorts of problems i'll tell you that right now you know mike's got an ego that's you know as, as big as this world mike can't stand to be wrong okay <laughs> you know mike will fight you to the bitter end if there's a struggle and competition mike always wants to win okay just whatever mike is You know it's not it's not my true it's not the true me and so i pick up pick up my cross daily and i i go follow follow you know like you said jim uh he must increase and whatever the personage of michael joseph is must decrease so that it's brought into subjugation to the point to where that donkey can be ridden into the city of peace and um so it just is man it's just life 
Again, every day we wake up, we give praise. And hey, it's just it's just life. And uh, you know something. I just think. Came, I'm sorry, yeah, bro. Go ahead. Something just came like, to my ahead. mind when you were talking. You know. You know. Before anything was, the Creator God was. God yes. from the beginning, and even in the scenarios that we're playing, it's God in the end. You know, it, it goes full circle. It goes through the masculine and the feminine. But all is God. You know, it says, we must decrease, he must increase. It, it, I mean, it, it's, that's, that's, that's the only thing that counts. Not that we don't count as children of the all. You know, even in the scenarios that we're playing in our lifetime here. But what are we here to do? To know and to love God and our fellow man and to see, see God in them and them see God in us. So no matter what angle we look at it, it's all God. God in the morning, God in the evening, God at supper time. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, if you stop and think about it, that's all—that's all it is. And the sooner we can understand that and walk in it and claim it and do it, man, he said we're more than conquerors; we're victorious. He said we have a crown of life waiting on us. You know, and you were talking about the ox, the O, and the X. That's mm-hmm. that feminine aspect of all the, you know, the, that all that is the, that brings it into manifestation. And, you know, times 10, I'm just saying, times 10, it's always multiplied more than we can ever ask or think of. Mm-hmm. But if, but we got the choice, are we going to, the blessing or the cursing? If we choose the blessing, it's always going to be multiplied. But if we somehow choose the cursing, it's going to be multiplied the opposite way. But all in all, let God be true and every man a liar. Because that's all there is. I am that I am that I am. I am that. That is what I am. And blessings to y'all, brothers and sisters. Amen. That's beautiful, man. I mean, that's... It really is. It, it, it really just all distills down, Jim, don't you think, to just God is. And, and, and that choice you're talking about, every time that we have an ability where we feel something stirring in us, some emotion is stirring in our um, in our chakras somewhere in our body. You know, we have a choice there. And we can be angry. We can, you know, sit in that in the in the outer, you know, um, body, if you will, in the outer man. And we can bring that into we can bring that Babylonian robe into into the tent if we'd like. Well, that's what that's the source of disease. Yes, sir. You no, know? and and we um, 
you know, that choice, he says, look, if you want to remain in duality, then um, that's death. Yes. But um, if you want to come to the fact that there is no world in you, there is no universe in you, there is no heaven in you, it's just you. Look in the mirror and smile and look at those smiling eyes back at you and know that's God. That's that quiet, that's the quietness. It's not in the, what is it, the earthquake and the, the fire and the, and it was a still, quiet voice. No. Have yeah, you man. noticed, have you noticed that when, when you, even though you're looking in the mirror and someone smiles or you're looking at somebody that smiles, you always look at their mouth. And yeah, whether they say anything or not, you always look at their mouth and their, they're smiling back at you. That's that's just a picture of that divine creator telling you, I love you. See, it was worth it. Listen, it was worth it. That's what it's all about. That makes you smile. That, that, that just gets your spirit all excited. And yeah, I was just... Contagious. Yes, sir. And I was just touching on some of the things that... You brought forward tonight, then. Uh, I mean, uh, brother, you. I mean, blessings be unto you uh, uh, and everybody on the call. But I mean, that I mean, Yava put it on your heart and you brought it forward, and it. I mean, it touched my heart immensely, and uh, I mean, I'm going through it in my mind. I heard it, but uh, I mean, in the the, I guess, through how I feel. And things in the in the spirit, I you know I'm speaking out certain things along those same lines, but I want you to know you blessed me immensely tonight. Thank you for that. I mean I I'll just say that um, that um, I give the credit to the Holy Spirit because I do believe that I mean like. I told you, like, I, I saw these videos, but I didn't know how. Tonight, I didn't make any notes. I, I've just quit doing this. I've quit trying to prepare for this call, and I I just have these thoughts, and then I'm like, okay, well, let's just see where it goes. And it's a surrender when you do that. It's a, it's you know, you don't know exactly what's going to be said. And, and so I just have to give the Holy Spirit the credit because I know where it comes from. It's not coming from me because I didn't really give one thought of how this was going to actually play out. <laughs> you know? so, Brother, it says, so I out of, the credit. amen. You know, it says out of the mouth. I mean, out of the heart, the mouth will speak. And y'all will put it on your heart and you, you were in obedience and brought it forward so that we can all benefit and hear you know that's a wonderful thing thank you thank you thank you, you i mean it's my it's my thing man go ahead jim no i was just saying i mean if you have more we can continue but i, I just didn't know if whenever you get ready we can you know, open it up to some of the others, but it's up to you. I know you probably still have some more things you want to add. No, 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 not just the opposite. I think I'd love to hear from everybody else. And, uh, 
um, yeah, man, how God's blessed them and how, how their week's gone, too. So, absolutely. I'm waiting to hear from Gary, too, because I'm expected to hear a great testimony. I'm all excited about that. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, 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 Jim. Hey, MJ, how are you? Hey, brother. Hey, how are you Gary. doing? I'm good. No news yet, but uh, I, I feel confident, and, uh, you know, I, I, I am confident, and I, I am uh, I am happy uh, about what will come and uh, whatever will come, I will deal with it. And uh, I just appreciate everybody's support and prayers. And, you know, as I listen to this call, regardless of, you know, what results are going to come, it just, it just rejuvenates me every Sunday to hear these things because when, when I hear both of you speak, it just reminds me of all the self-imposed restrictions I've put on myself all these years. And it just, it, it continues to help me open my mind, open my heart. Um, you know, I still have those bad habits of being judgmental. And, uh, you know, I, I try to break those each and every day, but just, just to remind myself, as you said, Jim, that, you know, God is there in the morning, in the evening, at night, all the time and you know we're we're in this crazy world that uh and i am i'm speaking for myself that uh, you know i'm in this crazy world sometimes you forget about that and i forget about that and uh that's why these calls are awesome it just really as i always say it just kind of resets 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 and it's just if if i can pick up one little pearl each sunday and i pick up multiple pearls don't get me wrong but if i can just pick up one one thought and one guidance uh, um, verse or or comment or anything from from you all or every everybody listening, it's just it's a blessed day and a blessed week, and it just it helps I think me and others tremendously. It helps me deal with my day to day activities, how I deal with you know my family, my you know coworkers walking into a gas station, walking into a supermarket, it just, it just resets the mind to think, okay, um, you know, I, I'll give you an example. And, and, and I, it, it just made me think I, I was uh, in a Walmart today and I had an NRA shirt on and uh, some guy walked by and he said, you're awful brave wearing that NRA shirt. And I, immediately I got offended. Immediately I got offended. I said, excuse me, sir. And I was I was thinking that this guy was putting me down. He said, "No, I, I'm 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 an avid gunman, and I you have guts to wear that in a Walmart." But I just kind of said when I when I walked away, I, I felt so bad, and I told the gentleman, "You know, have a great day." And and I walked away thinking, "Okay, you were just about ready to verbally pounce on this person when you didn't know what they meant." So. It was just, it was one of those things where you step back and think, chill out, Gary, just chill out. There, there are more good people out there than you think. And, you know, don't have your radar up that you're so hypersensitive to what anybody might say. But that's, that's what these, that's what the day-to-day activities drill into our minds. And, and these calls tonight help me to flush all that crap out and, and move on to a, uh, another great week so thank you all very much and uh i will keep you all posted for sure but thank, thank you for your prayers and your thoughts yes sir brother thank, thank you, you. you know, like you were saying earlier about uh you know we're in this world but we're not of it but it says we're we're also 
the apple of his eye, you know, that he carries mm. us around and watches over us, you know. And, you know, I counted a, a blessing. And, you know, he said he'd give you the desires of your heart. You know, we don't have to accept what they say, whether we're going for a test or an operation or even for a loan at the bank, or I'm just using those as uh, different type of things. It may not be none of those, but I'm just saying it's, you know, it, you know, he will give you the desires that you have, the desires of your heart. And he says, all we have to do is adhere to trusting and rely on him. You know, ask why, Ask what you will. He said, while you're yet asking, the answer's already on the way. You know, and it tells us, hold not up the unclean thing. I know when we go for a test or whatever the things, whatever it may be, we we have a tendency because of the system. They The first thing they do, they get you to think in a negative sense. But I always try to, can't you know cast that down i'll say cancel 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 and then i'll turn around and i'll say you know i'm a i'm a child of the you know the most high god who can come against me if i am in right standing who can come against me if i do no harm to my fellow man or anything like that you know he says, count it all good and to go forward. People say, well, you think you're better than me. You're, you you got an arrogant way of looking at things. I said, I'm not meaning in the sense that people may take it. I'm just going by what the divine law says and what the scriptures are saying. I'm looking at it that sense, you know. And, but even then, some people... They they won't accept it. But, brother, you know, I really appreciate your testimony and things. And I, I know in my heart of hearts that it's done for your good. And others, whatever they may be praying. I truly, from my innermost being, feel that. That it, I know that it's already done. And it's going to be better, 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 better than it ever was. Because Thank you, Jim. God is God and our enemies are scattered. We love you, brother. Thank you, Jim. Love you, buddy. You Thank you. And I'm sorry, Michael, you want to go ahead? I didn't mean to take over, but I just felt led. No, not at all, man. I think it's great. Uh I mean, Gary, you know that uh, there's a lot of people on this call that are praying for you and, and people that aren't on this call that you don't even know that are praying for you. So, you know, I'm praying for you as well. So, you know, just don't have that doubt. And, and to be honest with you, you know, don't let someone divine over you. Don't let someone um, practice divination over you, you know, just uh you walk by faith and not by sight and don't listen to you know, your senses that may be telling you one thing you just stick to the 
stick to the faith and keep on plowing the field, man. That's Thank how you, you got to do it. Brother, you, you know, remember... The thing of it is, oh, go ahead, brother. Yeah, the thing of it is, I, and I, I think this is a blessing. I, I've not worried about it. I've not worried. And Jim, I've, I've had an occasional thought where I've said cancel, cancel, cancel. And to me, it, it will be an opinion. It will be an opinion based on that provider. And he's, he's not God. So to speak, I mean, you don't that, have that, to that, accept that. it either. You accept yeah, what exactly. you desire and what you want. Exactly. Exactly. Amen. And the way I look at it is, it it and Jim, I I believe a lot of what you're saying is it's already done. And regardless, I I'm living my life each and every day the way I normally do. I'm trying to enhance it based on, you know, what I hear from you all every every. Sunday night and what I try to remember and, and watch on, on replays and I try to just reshuffle the way I do things in life each and every day. You know, I'm 55 years old and I've done a lot of things in, in perpetuity for a long time, the same thing over and over and over and until I got involved in this call and, and, and expanded my mind in my heart and my spirituality, things would have continued to be that chaos each and every day. And I, I, I choose now moving forward. I'm not, I'm not going to be negative. I'm not, you know, I fall, I fall down now and then, but overall I would say 90% of the time I'm positive. I'm optimistic. Uh, you know, I, I know a few of you know me and, and what you hear on this phone is what you see in person. If you got to see me in person, and I always make the corny line. I'm, I, I say that phrase that Popeye says, uh, I am what I am. You know, what you see is what you get. And I, I try yes. to be genuine. And I think being genuine is, is truly going to build the trust and love and respect from others. And that's what I try to live on each and every day. And that's what I try to promote to my kids. And, you know, sometimes, again, I fall down now and then. But get right back on, put the boots on, and, and move on. and that's what I plan to do. And, you know, whatever comes is going to come. And then, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful. And I thank all of you sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for thinking of me. Uh, there's so much going on, but, but the time that you take to think of me means a tremendous amount. So thank you all very much. And I love you all very much. Thank you, brother. You know, he said we can run through a troop and leap over a wall. He said we can, Run and not be weary. And if we slip and fall, we will not utterly be cast down. He's going to pick us right back up and send us on our way. And that's a mighty, mighty thing. You there, Brother Michael? I'm here. Yes, uh, absolutely. 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 Is there is there anyone else on the call that wants to uh, wants to share or uh, wants to? Yeah, Michael, I'm on here. This is Matt. Yeah, I was gonna say there's hey, Matty Gill in there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Um, oh, mind, brother. Well, I was I was um, when you were you were uh, given the when you were talking earlier. Um, 
<laughs> you were trying to you were kept saying that vocabulary just doesn't work here and i was laughing because for the last two yeah, last two days um i've been in the, the exact same boat <laughs> i tried to talk to dad today on the way home uh about some of these um uh, these ideas and I, I watched some of the same videos you did so i know exactly what you uh <laughs> what you were going through but i just i just found it i couldn't even speak about some of this stuff because it was so profound and the the understandings that you brought forth tonight one of the ones that got me was the where the blasphemy was the um uh persona or the person saying that you know that you're um by, by saying you're a person is saying that you're outside of God. <laughs> and that one, that one, oh my God, that one got me like so, uh, it just struck my heart and it was as truth, you know, resonating. And, and, uh, so a lot of profound things, um, were, were, were shared uh, over the last couple of days. And, and I just want to tell you what you brought forth tonight was just exactly, it, it, exactly what what um i just resonated with it because i felt like um i felt the same speech speech i was i'm speechless so it's like i don't even know what to say but what you brought forth tonight was um was i mean it was it was speaking saying it for me so i mean you think about it matt that's why they call you know the trust <clears throat> systems when man has created his states He's taken the kingdom of God by force, and he and the trust entities that are moving about inside of of this uh, construct are called legal fictions, and that's what they are. They're no thing. Right. But when man, right. when man who is the only mover, okay, is moving it and making that choice to move it, and you know, like it's like playing a. Uh, a game of Monopoly, you know, you, if you're the hat or the shoe or the car, that thing don't move by itself. Someone's got to play the game and move that hat, right? <laughs> yes, and that hat is not um, – that hat, whatever, is a is a legal fiction within the construct of that game. And, um, you know, it, it's just it's – it's like waking up from a long sleep. And trying to rub your eyes and get get to get the blurriness out, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's 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 me to a T. The last couple of days, I've literally been just rubbing my eyes. Just <laughs> one, it, it it feels exactly like that. And and I had a couple instances this week where I had a deja vu experience where I couldn't tell if what I was experiencing in reality was something that I remember from a dream. Or that if it happened, it was just the weirdest thing that, that like the shift in the matrix, you know. It's almost like I felt it, I felt the glitch in the matrix, and it's it's had me rubbing my eyes for the last couple of days. So um, I don't know we've sent stuff back and forth uh, on that girl. I think her name was Amanda. Um, uh, Anna. Just, Anna. Yeah, Anna. Yeah, man. She. Uh, I mean. He was just speaking. I mean, the spirit is just speaking all through her. I mean, and and you know, I know I know it rang your bell too, but 
Yeah, I don't even I don't even want to talk after after listening to her. <laughs> so you know you know that it's true when you get like a profound peace. Uh, you know, like there's no struggle, and you you can sense it. You can sense when somebody is really trying to um, use their memory to 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 tell you what somebody else is. So you, you can sense it, you know, but. When it, when it comes across as a as a piece as a uh, um, a knowing help if it's coming from the heart versus you know trying to come from somebody's memory okay I think they said this now now what should I you know that kind of thing right 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 she experienced it she's experienced it yeah and and honestly um, I'm absolutely positive that. So when you walk like this and you, you walk, you know, knowing that it just is, it's just, it's just life. It's, it's, you know, quit trying to see it through um, some other lens of uh, your memory or what you would like it to be or whatever and just see it for what it is. And uh, a serene peace comes over you because this is what God is showing me today, okay? And what I mean by that is, Whoever you meet along the way is just as much God as you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And where it. do you think the thoughts? Where do you think the thoughts are coming from in their head? Like, have you ever seriously, like, like seriously, give this a second of thought before you answer? Do you think that you are the wellspring of your thoughts? I mean, have you ever just, um, like, really took a hard look at that before? Oh, I mean, I was talking about it today, um, and uh, it, it's, you know, that is a, that was, was, I was watching that video by Rupert, I forgot his last name, but he was talking yeah. about thoughts, and he was talking about how the, that the first thought that you have is of the finite mind, and the second thought you have is of the finite mind, but in this between the first and second thought is this divine space between the thoughts where the infinite mind interjects it. And I just, I mean, so when you just said, where do the thoughts come from? It's, it's like, that's, that's a really good question. And so, um, you know, did I create those thoughts? You know, um, yeah, that's a good question, though. Where do thoughts come from? Well, the thing is, is they come from a place that's not in your objective mind. Because if you tell your objective mind, if you sit, and I, and I hope that anybody listening to this will take, will take a minute or two in a quiet space away from any distraction, and just sit and still your mind. Don't try to think of anything. Just tell your mind, I'm watching you. Okay? And then sit in that silence and watch what happens. And you'll notice that thoughts will just start popping up. They'll, like they'll, they'll be like a, like a wild animal that's running across the field. You know, you'll see them. And, and, and that, if that does, that will prove to you that these thoughts are not coming from whatever 
the I is, you know, when I, uh, you know what I'm saying, the I in you is not, you know, generating these thoughts. And so you start to see, hold on a minute here, hold on. Um, where are they coming from? You remember, you remember the uh, the scripture at Romans. I think it's what is it, twelve or thirteen? It says it says all souls are subject to the higher power. And it goes on, mm. and it says that we in another place it says that we fight against principalities on high. Uh, right. Right. And spiritual right. spiritual wickedness. Right. Well. <clears throat> Uh, think about think about the um, those that have chosen um, uh, the path of materiality, and 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 think about those poor souls that have been, you know, uh, the scripture calls them in Revelation, you know, trapped under the altar, in a sense, that have been um, told all of this false doctrine, and they took it as gospel truth, you know. These these um, are going to be set free. Uh, the Book of Revelation says that they will be set free. Um, the the point is is this is that there is a a divine administration of things, and when you start to realize when you come into a tune atonement or attunement to that one river, you come into the um, the administration of the divine angels, and you start to realize that. The, the negative thoughts are replaced with uh, thoughts of good. And um, and you have to realize then that uh, this is uh, God um, allowing you whatever uh, – when I say you, I'm referring to Matt or, or Mike, whatever that is in, in the outer court, so to speak, um, to do good. To, to do, and, you know, at first we think as, as you know, before we come into the understanding that you know there's a unity here, when we're in duality, we think, ah, oh, well, I did good for this person, you know, I'm a good person. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I did good because I'm good, you know. <laughs> we think, hey, I chose to do good. I'm good, you know. <laughs> we feel good about um, being good. Yeah. God's love that is. Um, is working through us and so if we have for instance the love to create uh, like I know you love music Matt and um, and music is your love and so when you create your music you're not happy if you if if you're doing um, setting up your timing for your music and 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 there's a place where it's off a hair and and to the to the average ear they won't notice you know but you'll hear it Okay. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. And, and every time you hear it, it's not the way you wanted it. And so when you do your music, you're doing it as if you're getting ready to present this to the King of Kings. Amen. Amen. And because you that's, hear it. And the good that you're doing is the good that, that you're allowed to do or that you're given to do under the administration of the kingdom. And if we... If we would submit to that, then this this place called the world would be heaven, and there would be a brotherhood of uh, of mankind or a gutter, a brotherhood of godhood. 
I, yeah, man. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That is yeah. really beautifully stated. Um, and I feel that. I mean, like I, I feel that happening. Um, you know, this this week was um, uh, we lost. I lost a, my friend. Lost his dad this week, and mm. um, and it was. It was, um, you know, it was one of the sadder um, things that, um, I mean, you know, I know death is, 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 is an, it's a reality uh, in a sense on, of the, you know, flesh body passing away. That's just what happens here. And, and it, it was difficult. And, um, so it's, um. I, I spoke to a friend who was the only one that was really close with the family and, and he was just pouring his heart out to me, you know, and, um, but he, I forgot what he said to me, but there was a connection there between me and my friend and, and, and there was a brotherhood, like you, you were saying that the, the way it was spoken, um, it was, I don't know, something stirred in, inside of me, and it was like I felt that brotherhood that you just you said um, and, and had just a realization of, um, you know, there is a brotherhood. We are, uh, uh, we are one, and when it says, do unto others as you would have done unto you, well, <laughs> I mean, there's a reason for that because that, it, it, you know, it, God is all and in all. So if you've done it so to the least of these, you've done it, it to someone else. You're doing it to yourself, right? Right. To your, yes, exactly right. To yourself. And right. so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, but that it takes a minute to. And of course, you know, I want to categorize it all and try to think about it and, you know, cut it in into different pieces and and the whole thing is like no, you know, you can't. The, the the finite mind cannot know the infinite, right? You know, and we're trying to figure out the infinite with a finite piece of machinery. It's impossible. Right. And so, you know, you you have to, and that finite mind is the is the is the ego is the the self. <clears throat> And so to shut off the self is the only way to to uh, contact the infinite. And that's the center of your being. And I mean, that's just that's just beautiful. And it's simple. And it's, you know, um, um, a, a revelation that spirit brings to you, because honestly, if you're on this call and you you're, you're listening, and you're like, I don't I really don't understand this. I, I hear it and I want there's something about it. All I can say is, like Michael said earlier tonight, that he heard this a long time ago, and he just he couldn't he just couldn't come to it, and just couldn't there's something about it. It was just, it just went against everything that he was ever taught, and and me too for that matter. But when the spirit speaks to you and 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 shows and tells you that is truth, this this is truth right here. Um, you know, that's really, you know, when, um, 
that's how that's when you know that's when you know that these these this stuff is true um and it'll make sense to you and and michael covered that tonight but uh it's it's it, it i don't i can't i'm struggling with words i can't even put words together <laughs> but it's it, it's like michael was saying you know it makes the when you get up in the morning and you look out and you see the the sky is a little bluer you know the grass is a little greener because of this this understanding and this this truth of what is and that is god is and um so that's 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 uh that's all i got <laughs> it says the spirit bears witness of itself and that's what i was saying earlier when when michael gave the dissertation you know after that uh we we can literally feel that eternal creator that energy flowing through us we can communicate with it we can commune with it and just let it envelop us there's such a feeling that i mean that's beyond anything in this world i mean you know that you know that you know when you feel that essence of that divine creator moving within you and through you and every aspect and part of your being it's just oh glory oh it's like you just want to fly out of your body and on <laughs> to go back home, I guess. <laughs> but it's a wonderful thing, brother. Amen. I think, uh, guys, uh, uh, there's a verse in Romans. I want to get, I think it's in Romans chapter 9, verse 1 is what's screaming out to me right now. Uh, let me go to it right quick. Romans chapter 9, verse 1. Let's see what's there, because for some reason it's just screaming at me. Uh, chapter 9, verse 1. <laughs> uh, I say the truth in Christ. I lie not, my conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit. Oh, glory. Now that, see, God's confirming his work right there. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, glory. Mm-hmm. That's good. Amen. Now that's the mind of Christ, brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow. Bruce. Hallelujah. I know Gil's in there, ain't you, Gil? Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm listening to this this beautiful call tonight, man. It's um it's wonderful. Um it's uh yeah. Well said. Um, I I don't know. It, it sent me on a nice emotional, not really emotional, but um, musical. I don't know. It was wonderful. So thank you. Um, thank you. We appreciate so, you. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know. You know. Um, um, you know. The more you. You know. Man, I could. The more you, um, well, I would say um, faith, faith, you know, the key thing tonight, I, you know, when I hear everyone talking um, is, is faith and, and, and when you have, well, there's no doubt, 
when you have faith. Like doubt can't exist in faith. So I would say, you know, if it seems over, like what Maddie was saying, like maybe just don't get it. Um, trust in your imagination. Trust in the mat. Trust in trust in 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 that. And um, with a hundred percent faith, you know, and do it, you know, with love. And and um, and be faithful to it. And 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 you'll start seeing these these blessings that will start to pour out. Um, and then try to remember, try to remember, you know, um, how you imagine. And if you can start to connect the dots of things that you may have imagined, you know, five years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago, and see, see if you can start connecting the dots. And, um, and then these truths will, you know, start being revealed to you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's deep and wonderful. Um, but you know, I hope, I know, I think we just need to, we need to have faith and trust in it. And, um, and when you go and when you go and sit in, in silence, you know, and, uh, you know, and trying to still the mind and trying to get, get, you know, find peace. Because in peace, you have no pain, you have no worry, you have no fear, no doubts, you know, yeah. and, you know, I, the other day, I think I ate something kind of, I don't know, maybe just too much. I think I had too much of a good thing, felt a little bit of heartburn, but I just knew I can go lay down and find that, that silence, that peace, and then it takes over, and the next thing you know, you get up and you you don't have any <laughs> any heartburn because you ate too much dinner or something, you know. Um, you just have you just put in your mind that you know that you know God is your source of everything. Hallelujah. You know, and 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 trust in that. Um, and 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 it it'll unfold. It'll unfold, and you'll just see that you know um, there's just blessings that we just can't handle. They'll overfill the cup. Um, you know, and just, and the more you do that, the more faith you have. And, you know, I believe we're here to be an example of faith, love, and hope. Like if you can, you can, if you can live your life with those three, um, in everything you do, I think, you know, um, you know, we, we don't know what's possible, so. Anyway, thank you. Amen, brother. You know, I can't remember the scripture right offhand, but where it says that, you know, when now that man is able to perceive or see, see within his heart that, you know, nothing shall be impossible unto him. But once we see that, that desire, that picture within our within our higher mind and, and in our mind and we hold on to that and give thanks for it you know then it, it'll manifest and that goes along with what you're saying if you just imagine it and see it there and your desire and you hold on to it it will be we just have to get into the how can I say the 
the practice of it and, you know, not just hear it, but be the doer of it by us doing it. We're going to see that it works by us applying what it says for us to do. And it's not a one-time thing. It's an all-time thing. Like I usually say a lot of times, God's on time every time, all the time. And it's not a one-time thing. It's an all-time thing. And thank you, Brother Gil and and Maddie and uh, well, and Brother Gary and uh, you know just everyone on this call. You know, Mike. I mean, y'all testimonies just are are wonderful. I see Donna's in there. All right. Are you there, Donna? I just got on. I had trouble. We were gone from the house, and my phone messed up. It wouldn't charge. I couldn't get. I couldn't get in for some strange reason. I just got in, and I mean, I have a, just a little battery. Steve thinks my battery's going out, so I don't know. But I'm hanging in here right now. <laughs> hey, better late than never. I'm sure I missed something really good. Well, you have anything you would like to share with us? I know that. Yava's, I know he's done a lot of great things for you. Well, let's see. What would I, I don't want to say anything negative. <laughs> I want to say anything. <laughs> I'm sitting here being real careful because some people are real negative right now. I'm not right now. I'm really not. I'm very hopeful about things. But what, I, what I'm sharing is more the climate out there is so negative that I guess we have to be careful to stay pumped up. And so in saying that, this call is instrumental, and I'm going to go back and listen to what I missed, but this call is instrumental that it doesn't rub off on us, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes Gary used to call it it stinking thinking, and and you really can. You can get around others, and you're trying to lift them up, but sometimes they start getting you kind of antsy, And, and that doesn't happen to me very often. But everybody I meet, I don't know if it's fatigue with the virus, fatigue policy. Just there's a, a sense of um, trouble and overwhelming problems. And, and so I'm just having to keep myself pumped up. You know what I'm saying? Because God's in control. Like he's in control. Y'all's in control. And he's never left us or forsaken us. Never. I mean, when I think about all he's done, I think he wants us to remember that. And I think if we just start. You know that little song, Count Your Blessings, when you were little, Count Your Blessings One by One? I've been telling people that because all I hear is them griping lately, and I go, hey, (laughs) I'm on this side of the earth. (laughs) Hey, I'm not pushing up daisies. I mean, I just have to keep myself centered to believe it's going to get better, and this is just a test, and we've got to – I'm sure all y'all talked about tonight was stuff that's going to lift me up, so I'm going to go back and listen it's just get good to hear that Gary and Gil and Maddie and all of them were on here tonight so I can go back and join in and listen. I'm sorry I didn't get on. I just had a mess. We were out and about <clears> meant to get back home and I couldn't get my phone going right. So, but We it, were we praying for it. Oh, thank you. We couldn't do Steve's right because we don't leave our mom, my mom very often. And he had to keep that phone so she could call. And mine was cutting up. So, And then I got home and had to take care of her. It's just one of those nights. But I, I'm feeling I'm feeling hopeful. I'm feeling blessed. I'm, I, I think what Michael Joseph said last week and what Gil and Gary and everybody, Gary's attitude is so awesome. I think he's right. I think it's just a learning experience, and we're honing ourselves, and we're getting stronger and stronger. 
And I'm th- and hey, Bernice did good. By the way, I sure did help her visualize. She had 110 miles an hour at that farm last night or whatever night. I'm so tired now. Yeah. I guess that was last night. She had a, it was 110, and it was scary here. And it was only about six. I can't comprehend 110. They really had a problem, and they got lights out right now, but she is in such good spirits because she said it wasn't as bad as last time as Laura, and she said that um, her daughter had helped her and got a generator for the home. She was in such good spirits today. And I thought if Bernice, who I know is missing Gary, has handled this whole ordeal like she has, then that tells us something about what we should be doing. You know what I mean? Yes. You there? Yeah, but my bird was trying to get in on it. He gets yeah, well. You meant you mentioned Gary's name, and he's letting. <laughs> I know. I think he's bearing witness. <laughs> Anytime I say Gary, whether it's, it, it don't matter which Gary, he gets real happy. He uh, and I mentioned Bernice. He's not stupid. He's known them for years. And Steve, he got cranked up when I started talking about Gary. I had to I had to put on mute for a minute and run because I didn't want to blow y'all's eardrums out. But I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't mean to monopolize the conversation, but I was telling them we couldn't get my phone going. <clears throat> Basically, I don't know what I, I don't know what I missed, so I can't. All I know is it's always good, and I know that I'm gonna go back and listen. And I know that it's timely. Everything MJ puts out, and you put out, and all the men put out. It's. I bet it's gonna be something I need. <laughs> I might have caused y'all to to preach and talk the way you did. A lot of times when I go <laughs> places, I'll just almost, I'll almost raise my hand and go. I don't care if it was in a church group or a a messianic group or wherever, sometimes I tell the preacher afterwards, I'm sorry, that message was caused by me. <laughs> that <laughs> rang my bell. You know, I did it. I caused that. I go, he goes, I wasn't even supposed to preach today. I wasn't supposed to preach. One time I went and he said, I wasn't supposed to preach today? And I sure wasn't going to preach on that. I said, well, <laughs> that's what I was dealing with. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said, I'm sure others got, got something out of it too. But uh, I know that y'all said something for me. And when I get fault like that trying to hear it, it's going to be really good. So so I'm going to go back and listen to it. But I just want everybody to have a a happy, happy week, a good week, so we can come back and report what all good we did. Tell Steve that we're, you know, thinking of him and praying for him. And tell your mother, I'm still waiting yeah, when, at 110. Uh-huh. Oh, she's determined. She, she listens. She's like the bird. She's tickled when I, when she hears me talk about you and how you're carrying on the call. That does her heart good. And she just appreciates y'all. She prays for all of y'all. She's a great Thanks. prayer warrior, and that's. She said that's why she's here. She goes, I'm here to, and she's learning to visualize and learning to work on healing long distance. And she really is. She's a good old Southern Baptist that, that you wouldn't think would cotton to that, as they say in the South. Mm-mm. She's fierce. She's amazing. <laughs> when she puts her mind on something, she, and I, I didn't even know she was really doing it, but one day I had something going on with me. She called me in there and said, how is your headache or how is your eyes or, what, or, eye or whatever it was. I go, it's better. She goes, oh, it better be. I have worked on it. And I, <laughs> and I thought, you have? Because <laughs> you said she would argue with Gary and say, Gary, Gary, you do it. You, y'all do it. I don't know how to do that. She goes, I just know how to pray the old tiny way. She would say, I just, and I'd say, Mama, you have such a pure spirit. You are so righteous. I said, you can visualize too, and you can do exactly what the scriptures and what Gary's telling you. He's tell- So I guess she decided, especially once he passed, I said, Mama, he would be proud if we really 
started doing what they're teaching us to do and going in and getting still and working on things. She said, okay. So she's been doing it. So Amen. I've been putting, I've been putting her on wow. all because she's amazing. She's really, well, it says, don't, just, it says, don't be just a hearer, but be a doer. And she's doing it. And that's what the scripture says. And that's why the yeah. blessings are flowing forward, sister. That's why Where's she's doing good. Well, you know, at 89, even though they're brilliant and all that, they still have such a sweet childlike spirit. And she's always had that anyway, even when she was younger. And she's always had that. And that's what Gary said. He loved her. Gary said that she reminded him of his, I think it was grandmother. And her name was like Eleonora or something. My mother's is Eleanor, very close. And so there was just such a bond there, really a bond there. And if Gary told her, if he, if Gary told her to go stand in the corner on her head and spit nickels, she would try. At 89, she would, I promise you, get the nickels, she'd go over there, the old saying. She would try. You know, they, they used to be an old saying that if you think, I don't know, I'm Southern, but they used to say, she thinks so highly of him. She would stand on her head and spit nickels if he told her to. Well, I used to say that to Mama. You, so she believed in him so much what he said. You know, the, so I think it just threw her for a loop when he was gone so suddenly. But when, thank you for when you got on the phone two or three times and said, because I said, Mama, that's like his brother. That's as close right now as you can get to Gary by Jim all the time and years and even longer than we did. So. I appreciate that because I tell her that. I say, well, now Jim's left here and he's doing good, Mama. Gary, be proud. MJ's still here and all the group. And I said, so you do it too. So she said, I'll pray for y'all. I'll pray for the call. So, yeah, she's actually so smart. I, I could even let her listen to this call if she could hear it good on the phone. But but basically, we got y'all and we're praying and we're visualizing. And Thank I want to go back and hear But. Anyway, is everybody all doing well? Hello? Hello, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Doing great. Good. I tell yeah. people I, I'm 61 going on 33. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no Absolutely. young men or no old men in the kingdom. There's only <laughs> well, in the prime of life. So. <laughs> 60s and his 40, right? Well, um... I like how the Indians always called it seasons anyway. It sounds better if I say I'm 50-something seasons. <laughs> sounds better. You sound yeah. like you're like in your early 30s. Oh, I love you. I should give you some of those nickels. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I got <laughs> No, you really. Stay in the corner, Jim. Yeah, I must do Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. The only reason my voice sounds like that, I exercise it more than any other muscle in my body. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, my, my voice is fine. If I can oh, exercise dear. everything like my voice, I, yeah, I'd be doing. Yeah, I think I'll oh. work on that other the other muscles maybe a while. But anyway, I love y'all. I'm probably just going to back out and listen to see what y'all are up to. But hey, I feel good when I'm around y'all. I feel. You know, I just feel good. And like Thanks. I said, there's been a lot of sad things going on, a lot of negativity, a lot of sadness, a lot of and, – and I just keep on saying, hey, we're going to make it. <laughs> Get up. Pick yourself up. Mm -hmm. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. I, Steve is even taken to helping me, and he really don't do that. I have a lot of friends, and they call, and they're afraid of everything. And I'm like, I just have to – I get so tired of trying to – especially females. I'm, I'm like, they're scared of the virus, scared of this, scared of that. And I said, do you know the statistics? 
But what I'll do is I'll go get Steve. I'll put it on speaker, and he's been nice lately. I go, come and talk to Miss Brenda, Steve. When she when he tells her stuff, she just immediately con- it's a, it's an amazing thing. It's amazing that yin yang. For me, she listens to me, but she's more like you know argumentative. Or, or, I don't know, Don. But when he says it. And she thinks highly of him, see. And so she will calm down and receive, and it calms her right down. And I say, Steve, you do more good. You wouldn't believe. So women need the men to be calm, cool, and collected and help them is what I'm trying to say. And I like to think I'm pretty strong and all that. Most of y'all's wives are strong, but I don't care. We love for our men to be strong and comforting and cute. I'm not no women's liver. I love for men to be men. And I really love you, John Wayne, men. I just. Appreciate y'all. I sure do. Well, sister, thank we appreciate you, you too, Donna. Thank you. Uh, thank well, you, Donna. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. I've been around. I'm around men all the time, and I just love them. <laughs> I don't care what they say. They try to demonize men now and emasculate them, and I don't know. They try <laughs> try to put a skirt on them or whatever, make them play some kind of touch football. It's, I get furious. I'm like, no, <laughs> whatever you call it, where they tragic. <laughs> And I was about to give up books, and then I got a call, and I got real things, praise the Lord. Oh, well, it's true. Me. They don't even want, hey, listen, I got something to say about that when they talk about these concussions and all these men, this football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's some truth to it. But I go back to Dick, y'all won't remember him because I'm so old. I go back to Dick Buckus's days, if you remember him. Yes, <laughs> I was in Chicago. Oh, you do, don't you? He's 80-something years old now. Dick Buckus was the most fierce linebacker in the world. They were terrified of him. Cowboys were so afraid of him. If you go back and look at those reels, you want to laugh, you want to feel better tonight, go pull them up. They're probably black and white. And it's like, if they're funny, it'll be on YouTube or somewhere. They show people that are terrified to go in that game. They are literally coming out. It's like a cartoon. And back then, they didn't have all that gear on. Oh, my Lord. They didn't have all the pads. They, they probably had a helmet with just one little thing going across like Archie Manning used to. And they were probably all bunged up. Listen, he would twist their necks. I used to think, oh, my Lord. If you see him, he would just twist them like a rag doll. They were, I, I was shocked. They would run off, and Tom Landry was laughing and saying, my guys that are new are scared to go out there. He has such a buffalo thing on him. He's, and so they talked to him. Here's what he did. Here's his whole thing. And here you go again. They said that he was from another country, and I forget which country, and he really was impoverished and wasn't brought up with a lot of money. When he came over here, this was his dream. Here we go about your visualization, your dream. He pushed so hard. I think he started out with wrestling or something. I don't know. But when he got in there, he was so driven to be the best and to be number one and to be focused. And he was. He was a force. He was probably the greatest of all time. But what happened was, here's what he said. He said, I really am such a gentle person. I'm almost shy. I'm really, in other words, everybody said deep down he was kind and he really didn't want to be rough. So what he did, which is kind of funny, he said he would make himself angry before he got in that line, and he would look over at whoever was there at him, and he said he would pretend they were saying something about him or hurting his feelings or hurting his mama's feelings or whatever. He had to gear himself up. He did. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Lordy mercy, did it work. They were just terrified of him. He was awesome. But I said all that to say this. He's still fine. He don't have any head injuries. He don't. I'm just saying. I'm mm. saying they don't even know what football was back in those days. You never heard of that. It didn't make them go beat up their girlfriend and all the stuff they're doing. Some of that's, you know, just meanness and that kind. Of, I know there's some of it's true, but a lot of that's just hype. 
So anyway, I'll, I said all that to say y'all are the dick buckuses. Y'all are the real men. Y'all are strong. And I sure pre- I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. I sure do. We appreciate uh, you too, sister. And I mean, it's, you're a blessing. I mean, everyone on here is a blessing, but I mean. Everybody. Well, I like being the only female. I just come in here and put my little female uh, two cents worth in here. And I like it because that way I can sit back and, and hear all that and then chime in. And I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all letting me do it. I sure do. I appreciate MJ working so hard each week. To I know he didn't think he does because a lot of times it's off the cuff. But he does. He he thinks about us. And he prepares in his own way. Even if you don't sit there and write out a script, he's thinking about us every day. And that's why it flows out like it does. And you too, Jim. And everybody. The more we do Amen. this and the more... The more we talk at the end of the thing, the more I think about it, too. As things, as I get little victories or something during the week, I'll say, oh, that would be nice. They would love that. And y'all do the same thing? I know you do. I know you do. Each and every day and each and every way, I pray for everyone every day. I mean, you know, asking y'all to lead you, guide you, bless you. Thank you. And... All that there, and bless your families to keep you safe and out of harm's way. All those great and wonderful things. I mean, because, you know, it tells us to love our neighbor as ourself and our brothers and sisters. I mean, if I do it to you, it'll come back to me. So, and and it's all on the will, like they say. What goes around comes around. And I... You know, I want to be treated like hopefully I treat others. Me too. And I do receive that from y'all. I don't mean it in a bad way. Oh, I know. We we do draw off each other. I think it's great. I appreciate it. I'm just claiming we're going to have a really good week. Donna, um, are you you making that... uh, That... um, Sea moss concoctions, or you, you got love anything to record about that? I love that stuff, but I made so much of it, I had to learn how to freeze it. I think I told you that. I made too much. Freezing it's the way to go. Well, I didn't know if you could, but I was watching a YouTube video and it said you could. So I think I may have said that before. If I did, forgive me. But what I did, I took some silicone ice cube tray things and I poured them up into ice cube shapes. So every day I pop out the number I want and let them thaw out and put it in my smoothie and stuff for myself and Mama and Steve. And it's awesome. I think it's helping us. I think my fingernails are stronger. I think every, I think it's helping a lot of stuff. I think I said that last time, but I can't say it enough. Something has helped whatever was going on with my gums and teeth, whatever was going on. Nothing really had changed that much. I mean, I was getting by with everything, but I still told, told I can't talk. I still told Steve that I had some kind of infection or something just in my head, my gums. I think it's doing something to that. Because they're getting better and better. And most days, I don't even pay attention anymore. I feel like normal again. I think that sea moss is helping that. I really do, all those minerals. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate Maddie and you telling me about it. 
Mm-hmm. I like it. I have plenty. I can make some more. I'm about ready to make some more, though. And they say you can use it on your hair, your face. You can use it on your face for facial and hair. But I was thinking, ooh, I hadn't been brave enough to put that on my hair yet, but I think I will. I'm just going to have to put something around my hair because, you know, that's kind of crazy. But I think I'm going to put it in my hair because they say it's wonderful for your hair and everything. They do. So I, they say yeah, that, they uh, it's good for eczema. You know, people get eczema on their scalp. They say it's just fantastic for eczema. Wow. That's amazing. Well, all those minerals. I wonder if it'll make hair grow on the head like the, the bald people. I wonder if it you want to put it up on the head and try. Mike, you help Steve's still got hair. He worries about it. Steve's still got a pretty good bit of hair, but he worries about it. So I might just rub it around his head and see if it's Hey, you never know. Hey, you rub too much on his head, he'd be looking like Magnum P.I. What are you doing over there? You know? <laughs> It grows really, I used to, when he was younger, I used to call him Johnny Bravo. He had that he had that cool hair. You know how y'all had that hair in the eighties, nineties, or mm-hmm. he had that cool. Mm-hmm. I used to call him Johnny Bravo anyway. So I guess if I put it on there and he gets that big Johnny Bravo going, we'll know it works. I'll let you know. Hey, uh, Donna, tell uh, tell say again what you're doing. I just got a text uh, asking to. Um, so you're using CMOS, and are you are you just uh, um, you know, milling oh. it up and then and then making ice cubes. What are you doing there with that? No, I made the gel. And there's a lot of videos, and y'all taught me how to make the gel. I made the gel, but I accident. The reason I did this with the freezing, it was an accident. I made too much gel, and the gel only lasts. How long do they say you can only keep it in that refrigerator? I think two weeks, and use it, and then you're not supposed to be ingesting. I guess. Everything I've read, I think it was two weeks, don't quote me, but you could only keep it so long. Well, I made way more than three people could ingest. I mean, you can't take too much, you know, the iodine. So I made too much. So what I did, I thought, oh, my goodness, I can keep it and put it on my face and my hair. It won't matter if it's old. But then I thought I would like to take it longer than two weeks. So I read where you could freeze it. So this is convenient for people. Okay, if you make too much, because I think, MJ, you said you make it daily, but see, that's, Ooh, that'd be hard for me, my schedule. I can't imagine because it takes hours to soak and do all that. So what I'm saying is if you want to make a batch, you can freeze it. So I put it in those trays, and then I think I put a little top on top of those trays or something. And anyway, I put them in the freezer. And for me, it's just very convenient now to pop out some of those little ice cubes. But I made the gel first. This is the gel I poured into the ice trays. These are, this is the gel. In other words, I did it just like you do. You know how that gel's kind of like applesauce, like you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. taste real that thick. Bad. Yeah, it's real thick, and it doesn't. And my, I use the purple, so that's pretty, and it doesn't taste bad because I put it with something else. I always put it in a drink, or I put it in a smoothie, or I put it just in a small. You could put it in applesauce. They say you could put it in something where you don't even taste it, and it don't have to be a large you amount. Say, would you say it's a tablespoon, a little bit more than a tablespoon? Because, I, I mean, I know for me, I, I, I generally don't take more than about a tablespoon a day. I don't take quite a tablespoon, but for me, I'm trying to be careful not to get too much iodine because for me. But I've been giving Mama only about a teaspoon and Steve and I a teaspoon because just because I didn't know and I didn't want to detox Mama at 89. And I've just been going slow with it. I've done really well at just a tablespoon, I mean a teaspoon, but I can see where you could take a whole tablespoon. 
But I was taking some other stuff, too, before that spiraling and different things. So I was just starting out slow with a teaspoon a day. But I could see where you could work up to a little more. I guess you just got to kind of watch and see. But I'm having phenomenal results with even a teaspoon of it. Yeah. And those videos are so helpful on YouTube. There is confusion. Some people do things one way. Some people boil it. Some people do this. Some, but if you watch all of them and just pick out what works for you, and I pretty much did it like y'all said do it. I pretty much did it. I didn't soak it all night like y'all did. I soaked it about six hours the first time. I could soak it longer. But they were saying, and I used the, I cleaned it so well several times that I used the liquid from it too, though. Because I didn't want to throw away all those good minerals. You know what I mean? I used that. Now, I didn't use all of the liquid. It would be too soupy. But some people throw that out after they soak it. But I had washed it so many times that I used it because it's got a lot of your minerals in it. And I just put enough to make it the right texture of that. And then, like I said, we just took it every morning straight out of those jars, and that's perfect. That's easy. But if you keep it longer than two weeks and you made too much, what I'm saying is you can freeze it then, and, and it'll last a while. They didn't say how long, but I just presume, you know, you'll get – because you're taking it out, letting it thaw out. You're letting it thaw out. Or you can thaw what out. What color are you using? I'm sorry, Donna. What color are you using? You're using the regular sea monster or the purple? I used the purple first just because it was pretty. <laughs> I'm a female. It came out with purple, and then I had that other color, you know. And so I just mm-hmm. decided to do the purple first. But – I bet it's all going to be the same. It's just it's pretty, the, the color. But the other will be the same, too, I'm sure. I just happened to order both. Because Michael Joseph helped me because it was on sale that time. And it was such a good price that I went ahead and got. You don't get quite as much of the purple. But I think it's you get about half of the amount you get for the other. So I just bought half of that, and then I bought the other. But I'm telling you, I will have this for a year, <laughs> just like Maddie was saying, because if it's the way it did it, it, it made a lot, a lot more than I thought it would. Yeah. So next time I won't make quite as much. I won't pull off as much. I didn't know what I was doing the first time. It's kind of fun. You'll enjoy making it. We enjoyed it. It's weird, and I like weird stuff. So. No hey, Gail, one, says one, thing, one thing that I've uh, taken to do is I'll, uh, uh, you got to first dehydrate it. And I, I let it. I generally will let it soak anywhere from 12 to 24 hours to de, so that it'll rehydrate. I said, I said dehydrate. I mean, you got to first rehydrate it, and uh, and then and then once it rehydrates, um, you know, I wash it really good. Um, but what I do is I sometimes I let it dry back out, and I'll pinch off about uh, a little over a tablespoon of it, and then. Um, I put it in like a coffee grinder, and then I, I, I grind it all up, and then I'll get some water, you know, heated up for like a tea, and then I'll drop it in that tea. I'll drop all that grindings in that tea, and then, you know, I'll put in some honey or agave or whatever, you know, and yeah. uh, and then I just drink it. And you got to drink it. You can't let it cool back down because it'll turn into kind of a uh, lime. It gets kind of jello-like if you let it cool down. But okay. uh this stuff is super good for you, man. It's loaded with um, vitamins and minerals. It says 92 of the 102 minerals we have. 92, that's a lot. And it can't be any easier the, to make them. 
I cannot be any easier than to make that gel. That was so just a blender. And then you just pour it up and put it in the refrigerator and take it every day. Just take a. But, Michael, that's cool. I hadn't heard about that the way you're doing that, too. I've been just taking the gel right now because it's easy, but that sounds cool. I watched a guy in, in Jamaica do a, do a video about making I the tea. Yeah, I sent it to you. Yeah, that's what it was. And that, then I thought to myself, wow. Yeah, isn't he? <laughs> he's, a, he's funny, isn't he? He likes Bob Marley. Well, he's, I, oh, he's a mess. You know, I thought, why am I going to wait all this time to do it, you know, to distill? I'll go ahead and, and, and cut some time out of here and, and get it all uh, chopped up real fine and drop it into the water and be good to go, right? Yeah. So, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff you can do with it. It's just wonderful. And for people that don't want to do all that, you can even buy capsules from over there, and they put it in the capsules for you, and you just basically get it down you because it's like I know but I like I like the way we did this it was just fun and and then then it's your project your baby and you'll be more likely to take it but like I said I just had a bunch of jars of it Ooh, I, I should have carried and gave some away at work but they think I'm nuts anyway they would have taken it probably I may make them some they need to be exposed to stuff <laughs> they need to. if I tell the ladies it's good for weight loss they'll try anything ladies will Oh, you know they will, and it is. Oh good. yeah. By the way, if you're going to use it for weight loss, don't um, don't rehydrate it. Um, just pinch off about a, a teaspoon, uh, a oh. teaspoon size, and then uh, you know grind it up, chop it up, whatever you're going to do, and uh, and then eat that because when it hits your belly, it'll expand, right? Make it bigger and fill you up. Mm. They say mm-hmm. even the gel, yep. yeah, they say it goes in the intent. They do say it helps you to say it to you or however you say that. You're right, because even the gel does that to a certain extent, but I imagine you're right if you do. So I can just take some out of the bag is what you're saying. The only reason, though, you got to clean it, I think, don't you? They kind of. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you want to clean it. Well, get all these shells it? off of it, you know, yeah. sand. Uh, they, they put it out there and dry it. So you have to, if you do that, what you're saying is you have to clean it and then let it dry back out, right? Yeah, and then just uh, take your knife and cut off a piece about the size of a uh, teaspoon, tablespoon, whatever, and uh, and then you know I like to chop it up and then you know just mix it in whatever drink you like and not mix it in, just literally just down the hatch, you know, like you're swallowing medicine or whatever. And uh, well, they evidently hit the gut. I know they evidently put it in soups. They use it over there like we would some kind of vegetable. Weird. They they literally use it. That's yeah, in Jamaica, healthy. absolutely. Yep. Yeah, in different places like that. They, I know because they can get it fresh and all. Crazy. I'm, I appreciate y'all telling me about it because I used to get the dolls, Gary and I, and then I kind of and then the kelp, and then I wasn't sure exactly how pure some of it was, so I hadn't done it in a while, and I know I needed it. So I appreciate you telling me about yeah. this because I like. I like it. A lot Make of the kelp today comes comes yeah. with all sorts of warnings now, you know, because right. of uh, what, what happened in the um, in the Pacific, you know, with Japan, you know. But I'm scared. Yep, you can't yeah. get good dolphin kelp. I think Jim, you remember we used to order it. Gary used to order it from Maine Sea Coast or somewhere. They may have pure stuff, but 
But I think what we got this time, what you helped me get, I think this particular sea moss is good, but you want to get the wild crafted. Boy, the more I read, and, and that's what you helped me get. If you mess up and get the one that's not wild crafted, it's not good. And you have to be real careful. Oh. They're tricky. They're tricky, tricky. Gary, um, Gary ordered something called, because um, he told me about it, and I um, I went and got it. Uh, it's um, it's something from a company called. Uh, hold on a second, let me get it in front of me. Uh, her her H E R B A I L A, and uh, and it's called organic Atlantic kelp powder. Oh, wow. I think you're going to want to get it off the Atlantic side of things. Uh, That's what you want. And there, uh, yeah. specific, Lord no. That's right, Atlantic. Yeah. And that exactly, and so you can. You you know that this this is uh, kelp powders full of um, iodine, right? So uh, good for you. Hundred percent kosher. This is uh, kosher, organic, hundred percent pure, natural. You know the, all the good stuff. Another thing too, if you're if you're a little bit busy and sometimes you don't have your gel or you don't want to take time from that same company, I ordered a package of bladder rack that was cut cut and sifted already it's just dried and it's cut and sifted in there and that is awesome and it's they say though it's even stronger oops i'm sorry i don't know what that is they say it's even stronger than the um sea moss so you got to be real careful and not take them both at the same time and you can't take very much of the i don't take much of the bladder rack it's good for weight loss and everything too but it's really good and so, like, if you didn't have your gel or you was just wanting to mix it up, you can take a little bit of the bladder rack and put it in there. It's awesome, too. So I thank y'all so much. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for going through that because that was there, uh, Gary on the call really helped him with that. He's still on the call, so. Well, yeah. the bladder rack is so the bladder rack is so easy that sometimes, like, if I'm rushing in the morning or I'm doing something and I'm making a smoothie, that bladder rack, you cannot use much. It'll last forever, too. It's a little bag, and you just take a little pinch and throw it in there and go. And like I said, I mix it up. Sometimes I'll do that a day or so, and then I'll do the sea moss. And then, I'll, you know, I just try not to – you just don't want to overdo, but you won't. You won't overdo. But they say the bladder rack's way stronger, so I'm like, dang. Yeah, it's really good for you. So, yeah, I think it's just a good way to get these seed vegetables, I call them. So, thank you, because that company turned out to be really good, and it had a great sale, and I sure appreciate it. I just wish I lived near I could provide y'all a lot of, a lot of platter and a lot of sea moss. I tend to overdo like Gary. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Gary and I used something. Yeah, they had that, uh, what was that, the Labor Day sale? Is that what it was, Labor Day? Yes, 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 and you helped yeah. me, and I got a deal. I bought so much of that so cheap. It was It was awesome. Yes, indeed. That's why I bought the bladder rack and the purple and the other, because I bought tons of it for like about 80 bucks. <laughs> tons of it. I mean, I've got a lot in there. But Gary and I were bad about that. Jim, was you like that or you knew Gary was like that? One time Gary had me order some, I think it was spirulina. It was something, and it's whatever the astronauts were taking at the time. And we bought a gallon of that stuff. And each one of us bought a gallon of that powder. Mm-hmm. And I laughed at that. It took us forever to use that. It was hysterical. We had a whole gallon of that powder. Big old gallon. We just tend to overdo it, he and I. We're just like that. Kind of inspector, inspector gadget people. 
But uh, thank you so much. Well, awesome. I'm gonna uh, Gary, if you're still on, I'm gonna see uh, if I can find that uh, the link uh, to that company where Donna bought from. Um, That's awesome. I'm not sure if we're gonna be able to still get. Uh, hold on a minute here. Uh, yeah, uh, that. Uh, yeah, so they're sold out of Irish Sea Moss. We'll have to find you another company if you want to buy Irish Sea Moss. But uh, hey, yeah. Maddie said do that. Maddie has one. The one I was going to get from him, and you just happened to see that sale. But remember, Maddie told about the one before that. It was Black and Noble or something like that. <clears throat> yeah, Black yeah, and Noble, yeah. but but we couldn't Maddie. find it in a pound. Yeah. Oh well, I think you said you had to look around or something on it to get it. Well, Michael Michael found that. He's the one that found that one, and I thought they, you know, that was actually a better deal. But you say they're sold out too. Oh, black and yeah, they're sold out of Irish Sea Moss. There's a company in Florida right now that's uh, that's got a pretty good deal uh, for Sea Moss, Irish Sea Moss, uh, and they'll actually sell it to you. Yeah, can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, I can. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought it got cut off. Yeah, uh, yeah. They this company here in Florida. Um, is is they they're in, they've got they got it in stock. They've got uh, the purple and the gold and the bladder rack. So um, yeah, and they're a little bit more expensive than. Uh, but actually, they're on they they're running the sale right now. Like you can get uh, good lord, Donna, <laughs> you can get the uh, purple for sixteen dollars. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's Make sure it's wild crafted though, because some of them are not. And they say if they're cheap like that, just make sure. Just make. Yeah, it says wild, wild harvested in St. Lucia. Okay. Uh, so. That's good. Probably that's good. Wow, that is really a deal. And the gold sea moth is twelve bucks a stone. Let me check. Click that. Is that a pound? That's a pound. It's usually forty-two dollars for a pound. They they got it on sale right now for. Three. Uh, that's gold. No, no, no. For a pound, it's uh, thirty-nine dollars for a pound, which That's is still a good okay. price. It's usually That's still a good deal. That's that. still a good deal. I was paying a hundred at Black and Noble. Wow. No, the purple, the purple for a pound of purple, it's uh, fifty-two dollars. That's on sale. That's a that's a good deal too. Fifty-two dollars. Yeah, it is. I mean, Matt, I remember paying a hundred ten yep. for a pound back in the day. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a really, and the amount it makes is, I mean, it'll last you for months and months. That's what I think. I think mine's going to last for months and months. That's wonderful. Good deal, Michael. Oh, I mean, whoever found it, both of y'all. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take this link, and I'm going to put it in the chat line uh, so anybody that comes along can uh, can get that link. If you come back to talk to and look at the chat line for um, for today's call, uh Tonight's call, you'll find that link. Uh, and I'm telling you, they'll look on YouTube. It helped me so much. I still did it the way y'all did it pretty much, but it just helps you so much to watch all those tutorials and those videos, and you just understand it more, and you appreciate it more if you watch it. And that way, if you have questions, right. you can go. Like I said, everybody does a little different, but if you watch it, you'll get a consensus, and, and it's really different ways you can use it. But it sure did help me to 
first of all, to ask y'all what you did and then look at all the videos and stuff before it came in. Yeah. Especially some of them explain what it does for your body. That's amazing. There's some good ones on there that make you feel good about it. Yeah, you know, the guy, the Jamaican guy, uh, they call him Raz, R-A-S. He told told the young boy boy there, he said, said, now listen, he said, if you you want to have babies, uh, don't, you know, he said, if you if you drink some of this and you want to have baby, instead of having one, you have three. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Oh, God. Mm-hmm. oh dear! Funny. I didn't. I didn't that part. I, should, I, I think he, he has a different. Episode. He's a mess, isn't he? Whew. Oh yeah. He's I, I like the way. Hey, I like the way he cooks outside, though. I would do that. That was cool. Had that big pot out there, and he just makes stuff all the time. That was pretty neat. Yeah, he gives yep. new meaning to Whole Foods. I mean, he's chopping up the pumpkin yeah, right in front of you. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I wonder he's healthy. Well, this has been so good. Man. That's making me want to. I think I'm going to put that in my hair. I think I'm going to go ahead and put that. Y'all don't jazz me up. i got to use it somehow because it's all getting old. I'm going to go put it in my hair. If my hair grows out like Crystal Gale, I'm going to call y'all. If it's fall, if it gets Yeah, like you'll that. have hair down to your I was like, y'all remember Crystal Gale? I was like, my hair grew two inches in a month. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all if it thickens up. I'll be, I know y'all be putting that purple on y'all's head. Michael Joseph, <laughs> you got great hair. Michael Joseph's got good hair. He sent me pictures. He was going to show me his children when they were little. They were so cute. But I said, I wrote back and said, you got good hair. You got you got good thick hair. He does have some good hair, like Steve. I was like, you got good hair. So yeah, we got to keep that going. We're gonna put this sea moss up there. Tell him what I sent you a picture back of. <laughs> monkey. Oh my God, I love it. He had a little cartoon monkey blowing his hair, and it moved, and it's hysterical. Yeah, this monkey had him a bathrobe on. This little monkey had a bathrobe on, and he was blowing that hair everywhere. It reminded me of Donald mm-hmm. Trump's hair that he was just a getting it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I sent that to everybody. They loved it. <laughs> I just sent it because people uh, look at Hey, it didn't really have anything to do with the conversations I was having with my friends, but I just sent it and said, I know this is random. It doesn't have anything to do with anything we're talking about, but it's just going to make you laugh and you might could use it sometime. And they all wrote back and said, that's hysterical. I love it. Yeah, I passed that on. Did. Just send them that video of me busting in on my son to mess up my that son. That's, awesome. If that can't make you laugh, then nothing will. <laughs> that was, and he tried to be cool about it. it that was awesome. Yeah. That was so yeah. funny. He handled it pretty good because you know that freaked him out. He tried that like it didn't scare him or whatever. He was funny. Oh, Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool. Yeah, I know. I could tell. Oh, yeah. He's not going to let you see him sweat. And he's so cute. Oh, listen! You know what he tried to tell me tonight? He tried to he tried to tell me that uh, that you know, of course he's fourteen years old. He ain't got any experience in the world yet. But he tried to tell me that uh, LeBron James was a better basketball player than Larry Bird. And I said, "Get out of here! I don't even want to talk to you. You ain't got any experience." I said, "Just get on out of here." You know. I said, "I'm gonna take Larry Joe for the win, right?" (laughs) 
Oh, That's anyway. Uh, you know, I like that old school, you know, work ethic, you know. And I'm not trying to say that the, these new kids, these new guys don't have it. I mean, you you don't become a professional at anything unless you've got a work, de- work ethic. But, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just anyway. – Like I said, they had to fight. <laughs> hey, they've got it made now with the money. Comparatively speaking, I think the old school – like I said, the Buckuses and the people, they had to play without gear. They had to be tough. They, yeah, I'm just saying, comparatively speaking, they had it rougher. Shoot, these new ones, they get so much money, it makes it worth it. Where they didn't get paid as much. It's pitiful. What they went through in their bodies. Ooh. Yep. Check this I out. Agree with Check you. this out, Donna. There was a guy who played, who played uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. They, they call him the the last of the 60-minute man. The guy literally never came oh. off the field. He played center and nose guard. Wow. He never, wow. ever came off the field. And uh, guess he got paid $300 a game. And See what he, I mean. Uh, in order to, you know, support his family, he would leave the ballpark and he would go and uh, sell concrete, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, $300 a game. Oh, my gosh. And these – Ball players flying over ten and eleven million dollars back like they're not getting paid. Isn't that pitiful? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. They're spoiled now. They're spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, indeed. What do you think, Jim? I was just enjoying the conversation y'all were having. I mean, tonight's call. Uh, you know, it. You know, it's it's blessed me. I'm still ruminating over what was brought forward tonight. And, uh, I mean, I want to thank each and every one of y'all. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Gary, Gil, Donna, and Maddie. I mean, y'all bless me immensely. I mean, I mean that's what I, you know, I thank y'all every day for this call, you know. And y'all that y'all that come to it, because I mean, it it really does my heart good. And other people that listen to this here too, that you know, that I know Annette, and I mean, y'all bless them also. And it's just a mighty thing to see the the Creator working mightily through each and every one of us, and uh, <clears throat> it's getting out there to the people. And I know there's probably quite a few that comes across and listens to the calls and uh, things. So I know it's probably going out a lot further than we think it is. But, uh, you know, all I can say is, Yahweh bless you, keep you in perfect divine health, you and your families, and safe and out of harm's way. And... uh, you know, if y'all ready to, you know, we've been on here right at three hours and five minutes. Uh, I mean, we can go longer if you want to, but I'm just, uh, just saying if it's about that time here, it's almost 11 o'clock where I'm at. Bless your heart. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. I'll probably be up till 4.35 in the morning. Me too, Jim. Jim, I'm up up too, Jim. (laughs) Thank you, Jim. (laughs) Yeah, I get my... Thank you. Thank you. 
thank y'all. I mean, y'all are a blessing. And I know that Yahweh's healed you, blessed you, prospered you, and all those great and mighty things. And I know he's keeping you safe and out of harm's way. And, you know, I just I'm thank thankful. God that Yahweh. Grateful. Yeah. Hallelujah. May hey, Yahweh MJ, real quick. Go ahead. I hate to say, no, I don't want to keep us on here any longer because we all probably tired. But MJ, Steve was sad because um, Eddie Van Halen passed away. It just reminds you know, you yeah. just think back about all that music. And I, I was even looking at the interview of him, and they were talking about how he was, well, Sammy Hagar was saying he tried to put some spiritual lyrics to Dream, and but he was just touting him, his guitar, and just his, the way he did and everything. That was just kind of sad. You think of your childhood when you listened to all those songs and everything. That was something. But anyway, I just said that because we usually get some music in there somewhere. But anyway, yeah, Steve was like, oh, it's just kind of, he used to play half of his songs, I think, live. Steve, I was, oh, Steve, I was telling Michael Joseph, you were sad that, um, not Sammy Hagar, um, Eddie Van Halen passed. I was just telling Michael, you used to play half of his music, didn't you? Yeah, they used to play a lot. He said they used to play a lot of his music when he was young, when he played out. But anyway, but anyway, I just wanted to. Hey, good night, y'all. I'm sorry I didn't hear all of it, but one good thing, you can go back in just a few minutes and start listening to it again. So that's a nice feature. Thank y'all so much. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Y'all have a bless each and every one of you. Uh, Shalom, prosper, be in perfect health, everyone. Amen. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Shalom. Shalom. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.